Hi there, and welcome to the Leaving Today podcast, the podcast that discusses the Disneyland Resort and the Disney IP in an enthusiastic, informative, and often humorous way. Show notes for this episode and every episode can be found on leaventodaypodcast.com. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, please subscribe and leave a comment. Until then, thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, and hello. Welcome to the Leaving Today podcast. This is episode number 56. My name is Mark. I'm one of the co-hosts, and sitting to the left of me is the game changer herself, Jess. Hello. That's not grunt style. That's the only way we do around here. And then sitting to the right of me is the trail master of puppets himself, Udi. Good morning. <laughs> yeah. This is the day one of Daylight Savings Times. It is. We are not doing well. Yay. For all those who don't know what that is, you can Google that. Because sure. not everybody does it. Sure. Um, That's why Jess is yawning over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She lost an hour. <laughs> if you found us on iTunes, thank you so much. Please leave a comment. Uh, uh, listen to us on Stitcher Radio. Please leave a comment. And subscribe and all that good stuff. Um, we need those, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're Always. good for us. Yeah. Today's episode um, is going to be talking. We have uh, Jay Bratton on today. We're very stoked about that. Yeah. Um, he's going to be covering the uh, the Food and Wine Festival over at DCA and probably give us some thoughts about uh, the Lamplight Lounge. And oh, yeah. The Tropical Hideaway. Oh, yeah. Uh, restaurants that are coming. Well, one of them is a restaurant. One is we don't know what it is yet. It's not yet. Right. Yeah. We'll just call it a uh, rest stop. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, what that is what they're calling it. So we'll yeah. call it the same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, stroller parking in quotes. Oh, God. Uh, no. No. Yeah. Ho- hopefully not. <laughs> no. Um, so anyways, um, welcome to the show. Yeah. So before we get into fun and games, which is what we do here is all fun and games or games and fun and talk about food and, and I eat strange things and. Mm-hmm. Spit and then spit them out mm-hmm. accordingly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do want to give a shout out um, Sorry, uh, to one I of can... our. What's that? Sorry, the volume. I I, I do want to give a shout out to one of our listeners, uh, Fernando. Um, because he's going through some family stuff right now, and uh, you know, I, he just posted something on Instagram and Facebook the other day, and then when I saw it, it just kind of shook me to the core. Um, and yeah, it just, all of us, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, it, it just, I, you know, uh, I don't know what to say except that you know, I'm very sorry for what you're going through, and uh, we're definitely sending thoughts and prayers your way. And, you know, um, it just kind of reminds me of, you know, what kind of a community we have built already and what the whole the larger community of Disney fans is, is it's one big group 
that seem to be connected. And, um, you know, if there is anything we can do, even if it's just you listen to the show and, and we make you laugh or, or whatever it is or take you away from whatever grief you're going through, then I hope it helps. But I just want to know that we were definitely thinking about you. And I um, I, I texted Udi and Jess saying, oh, I think this happened. And um, anyways, we're all kind of concerned for you. But no. Yeah. Yeah. Just just know that you're uh, you're in our thoughts and in our prayers for sure. Um, we can't really imagine. I can't imagine what you're going through. And we just really yeah. we 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 love your brother. We're 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 here for you. Yeah. We, in any way we can help, we're here for you. Yeah. If you need me to eat like a jelly bean or something, a mystery oh, bean, look I, at I that. will. Feel. See, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. I'm not gonna eat that. Whatever. Not the, not the dog food one. <laughs> no, not the dog food <laughs> one. But maybe some other one. And then, okay, and what else do we have? And oh. then we can give a, a another shout-out to our our another good friend, Patrick. Um, <clears throat> he has started a page, right, correct, on Facebook? It's his birthday. Right. And you can donate your birthday on Facebook is right. what it is. So right. you donate your birthday for the two for two weeks, and people can donate to charities right. of your choice. Right. So what he has chosen, which is kind of hits home for us here, which we've had, is for alopecia awareness. We've done, we talked to the Hayes family, and so they're part of our family. So he has um, decided to... Literally. Yeah, Literally, yes. <laughs> Literally. So he has decided to make that his donation, mm-hmm. and so uh, we, you know, if you guys follow him, uh, go go don't, go donate to that. That is a great cause. I know Jess is giving, I'm giving. So we're all going to give. Oh, and so, give too, and Mark is going to give too. Of course, Mark is going to give too. I was just yeah. holding out. Yeah, he's like, no, I will. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be the last one to be like, look, and I did that. Well, um, we can give some as a group, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. So, uh, you know, I just want to, uh, again, kind of speaks to what Mark was saying. Um, we have a family that we've been building, and all of you guys. Um, and girls. And, and girls. Thank you. <laughs> Are 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 um, we appreciate you and we love all of you guys and and it's great that we yeah. have this family that we've built around. So um, yeah, you. we're super happy. Yeah, so con- go contribute if you can. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Now on the fun and games. <laughs> right. Right. Okay, so we're talking to Jay today. So the question I wanted to ask you guys is since since it's Jay, it's going to be food related. Right. Um, if you could operate an outdoor vending cart in any land, what land would you choose and what would you sell? Adventureland. Oh, that was quick. And? That's the hard part. Hold on. Okay, well, okay. Remember, you, 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 have to, okay, you have to stand in this in this land for like a full shift. So Adventureland. Eight okay, hours okay. plus one hour break all day yeah. or every day. I'd Six. still Adventureland. Okay, Adventureland. I like the sounds. It's you peaceful. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, okay. I can give you that one. Yeah. Um, and it's shaded for the majority of the mm-hmm. time, so that true. would be very true. Yeah. Oh, but what would I sell? I don't know. I've Tahine. got mine. Tahine. I've got mine. Tahine. I've got Tahine. anything. anything to, to yeah, tahine. Go, tahine. go ahead, Udi. Tahine and treats. That's what it should be. Um, <laughs> I would pick Galaxy. Well, she's not done yet. No, he can go. Go okay. ahead. You she's can't done. pick Galaxy's Edge. It's not there. Why not? God, it's not there. Is well, that in the rules? Um. You can say that for ten. Okay, thank you. Mm. Man, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Galaxy's Edge, and it's gonna be blue milk. Blue <laughs> and anything. No, 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 no. Wait a second. And everything we're gonna make is gonna have a blue milk base. So we're gonna do like Frosties, and then milk, and then chocolate blue milk, and then anything food custards and all that kind of stuff. So it's gonna be kind of dairy related and sweet, mm-hmm. kind of like an ice cream. But everything is the base of blue milk. It's all gonna have that blue milk, blue milk tint to it. But mm. okay, okay. What? I just think they're already gonna have that, so I think that's cheating. 
Well, it could be something. Know. It could be something that they already have. I mean, yeah. did you figure out what you're gonna do in Adventureland? I'm gonna sell skewers. Pineapple skewers? Oh my god, they already have kidding. that, so I think it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, pineapple skewers? Mm-mm. No, I. Oh golly gee, I don't know she what can't I can't even figure this out, man. That's a tough one. Okay. Because I'm trying to think. I'm trying to be original. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what I'd sell. See, I think I would be happy hanging out on Main Street, USA, all day. On the hub? At the hub? Not, or, no, not the or, hub. I mean, at the like, hub or like where? I mean, I'm thinking of like that Town way Square. Or, or, okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, Town Square so with, okay. the, with the flag. Right, right, right. Okay. So I could see the right. Emporium. I could see the castle. I could turn around and look at the train. Or I could hear the train. And I could also hear the, the cap guns going off at the Jungle Cruise. Okay, that's kind oh, of yeah. all right. Yeah. And I just, I don't know, I think there's a lot of positive energy there because people are coming in, they're all worked up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. People I agree, aren't I agree. angry and bitter yet? No, not yet. No, that's not God, I hope never, um, yeah. Um, but, I mean, I think, honestly, just selling popcorn or maybe, like, roasted nuts or uh, pretzels. I, I, I'd be, Something simple and just, you'd be fine with it? Yeah, because... Um, I don't think I get because t- I know you get people get tired of foods and things like that, but I don't think I get tired of the smell of popcorn. I'm mm. a, maybe I would. I don't you know. Might. Yeah, I I mean, might. You might. You may, man. I don't know. Uh, You'd have to mix it like one day is going to be popcorn and it's going to be kettle corn, and then one day you can do like caramel corn. That guy's chiming into the LTP. He's like, he, he knows we're recording. He knows we're recording. Yeah. We do have a sticker or a sign outside the window that says honk if you love, love LTP. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, and we have this big red light on top of our house that says we were like recording. Yeah, so when yeah. live recording. On, people know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'd sell like hollowed out pineapple, like pineapples with pina coladas in it. With tahini. Sure. Okay. That get, would work actually with tahini on top of it. That would be good. I could get behind that. I could get behind it. That's probably what I would do. Yeah, but you can't do booze. It's okay. They can be virgin. Okay. And where where, where would this cart be? In front of Indy. Yeah, as they're coming out right mm-hmm. there, right next to the mm-hmm. uh, big uh, yeah. jeep thing. Yeah, I'd, I'd go with that. Right in between Indy and uh, the and, fast and pass the for, Jungle um, Cruise. Yeah. There's always people there. Yeah, exactly. God, if I was going to sell Girl Scout cookies, that's exactly that's where, where I would go. I would go. <laughs> There's always people there. Uh, yeah. Okay, There's so always people. when we're done recording, <laughs> someone brought up where the perfect place to sell, sell cookies? those cookies were, but I'm not going to say that. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you after remind you. Okay. okay. It's pretty funny. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Oh, I have um, also another, another session of Ask uh, Dean. Okay, okay so I'm going to unmute this. Go ahead and slide that in. Here we go. Okay. Where are you? So it is tied at one to one, just maybe upside down. Is it? No, I just, I mean, it is. There you go. Can you not plug it in? No, I was trying to not be cold here. There. There we go. Okay. Wrapped in a blanket. Well, if you ever, you know, if you wore things other than your signature tank top, I didn't want to go upstairs and get it. No, I have this damn tree in my hair. (laughs) Okay. Let's see here. Hello. Open, please. Yeah, so we're tied at one-on-one. One-on-one. Okay, so we're doing question. uh, Q3, right? Yep. So just click that once. Here we go. Question number three. The Pizza Port restaurant is located in what land? A, New Orleans Square. (laughs) B, Frontierland. C, Tomorrowland. D, Main Street, USA. I think he's going to get it wrong. I think he's going to get it right. Do you guys know where it is? Yes. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think he's going to get it wrong. So Jess says no, and Andrew just says yes. All right, let's find out. I mean, my gut says that he's going to know it, but I I don't know. I feel like he's not going to know it. See. Tomorrowland is your answer. Yes. That is correct. He knows more than we thought he does. He does. But I'm going to tell you, he does miss a few. <laughs> and I'm I, sure. And I, uh, oh, well, not all. And I have, have to like stop him around a little. But what could you miss that? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm thinking uh, something like the easy ones, like he might miss. Yeah, when Jess yes. goes, oh, I made it easy for you. Sure, 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 sure. All right, so Udi wins that round. Three. Boom! I'm oh. ahead. Good job. You okay. are ahead. But there's one. plenty of room to. I know, right? Up. To fail. Yes. Okay. So now we're going to go over to our news. You, listen to me now. You are talking about things that you do not understand. Hey, today's news is brought to you by Expedition Roasters Coffee, where they encourage you to brew your happy place. And today we're talking about uh, the DCA Food and Wine Festival. We want you to get out there early and get there just on time. So what you should probably do is brew yourself some coffee. Yeah, you can start off your day with my personal new favorite, the Dark Side Roast. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. We all tried some of that last episode. Yeah, and I took, you know, maybe I was mean of me, but I took the bag. I'm like, I'm, I'm taking this home. You did take the bag. I did take the bag. You didn't even ask. <laughs> I bogarted it. I did. Okay. <laughs> and how do you like your dark roast? Um, dark. You don't know the power of the dark side. <laughs> uh, do you no, I actually put, I actually did that, and I put like a tablespoon of creamer, and I was done. Perfect. Oh, I wonder if that'd be good iced. Mm. Oh. Hey now. Yeah. yeah. Hey now. Hey now. I like where I like where your head's at. Yeah, you'll okay. Okay. How that goes. Yeah, I will. Yeah. All right. All right. So everyone, make sure to head on over to expeditionroasters.com. Check out some of their artwork and make sure that you enter our promo code LTP20 for 20% off your first purchase. Awesome. So that's Expedition Roasters Coffee, where they encourage you to brew your happy place. Yeah, okay. Today's news, um, all this stuff we have written down here. Um, for, so what else came You know, since I typed this up um, and sent this off, uh-huh. uh, something else happened. I'm trying to remember what. What it, happened? The drone flyover oh. of Galaxy's <laughs> Edge. Yeah. Jess, did you look at it? I saw it. And? What you're oh, not? Come sorry. On. So I'm so just not enthusiastic. I'm going to describe her appearance was less than enthused. It was yeah. like well, she's like whatever. It, it was like another day. Like hey, do you want this kind of alcohol or that kind of alcohol? Eh, at this point, I couldn't it care matter. less. Yeah. You couldn't care less. I couldn't care okay. less. Okay. <laughs> um, well, Udi, what do you think? I I got freaking super excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's hard to tell. I mean, the the scaffolding is up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's unfinished, obviously. But, man, I'm like, ho, ho, ho. Like, it gives you a good yeah. scope of mm-hmm. how freaking, like, huge that is. That's what I got from this. I mean, like, it, it pans up, and you're like, holy jumping. It's, it's, it's like, a lot of crap. acreage. It's yeah. huge. Yeah, and then, and then there is something. We're part of that. But anyway. Oh, we are. Yes, we are. Um, somewhere. Somewhere. Highest point. Highest point. Highest point. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Um, my, the, my first thought was like, this thing's really, really big. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, like, even if you don't like Star Wars, I think what's intriguing is that how is this whole 
thing going to happen? I mean, if this is going to change everything as far as the guest experience of what to expect in a theme park and how I kind of hate that word. So, so are you saying it may be a game changer? <laughs> well, not as much as Jess that's is. Oh, okay, okay, I mean, okay. She's clearly the game changer. That's, but this, yeah, that's yeah. right. But this is a big game changer <laughs> of different sorts. I right. mean, um, it's to me, it's, it's I'm kind of overwhelmed already by it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's going to be so much to see mm-hmm. and so much to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we talk about it like there's two attractions. So everybody's like, well, you only have two attractions. How? Yeah. How much are you really going to be able to do? But then you see that, and you actually are starting to be able to put a physical like context to everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you're like, wow. Wow. <laughs> yep. Wow. And like I said before, I think just the two attractions are going to be kind of like the sideshow of everything. I mean, everything else is just going to be there and checking things out. Right. I, I think that is slowly becoming the thing where you're like, holy crap, like the attractions are not going to be the main I mean, they're going to be obviously a huge part, but I don't know if it's going to be the main get. You know, you're going to want to go to do everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I was really happy that they did that. Mm-hmm. I wish they would do that more. Yep. Um, you know what I'm looking forward to? The day they do the time lapse. Because you know they've yeah, been filming be every cool. day. Wouldn't oh, that be yeah. cool? Yeah. Yeah. Just do a whole time lapse from like groundbreaking all the way to opening mm-hmm. day. That'd be amazing. Have, have you seen the ones for Disneyland itself? Mm-mm. Um, yeah, so they Walt had enough foresight to put cameras up on towers and just have that thing going through. It's pretty impressive. Wow. Um, but on the same vein, it's like when Walt built Disneyland, um, he knew it was going to be interesting and cool, but he didn't exactly know what it was mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. He didn't know how people were going to like it. I think that's what's exactly what's going on with Galaxy's Edge. It's, it's just going to be cool and it's going to be interesting, but we don't exactly know what it's going to how it's right, going to impact right, everything else right, yet. Yep. And I, I think it's, just, it's going to change everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything. Um, and it's just, I, just seeing it, I was like, I cannot believe how big this thing is. You don't mm-hmm. get that perspective. Because when no. that, the higher drone where it showed like um, at the edge of Rivers of America to, mm-hmm. the, to the bottom mm-hmm. right, yeah, I was thinking, right. holy crap, this right. is huge. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Because <laughs> like I said, you can contextualize exactly where yeah. it is and really understand like, you know, how big that is. And you're like, yeah. holy, yeah. like you look at it, you can compare it and like, wow. Yeah. So what, um, given the choice, because I'm hoping it will be our choice or anyone's choice, what it, what part will you enter first? What part of the galaxy does we enter first? I, you know, I don't know. I keep on wanting to go to the left for some odd reason. I kind of, like because. Like through uh, Clear Country? Right, right. Yes, that's where I want to go. Yeah. Because when you look at the map, they're, seems to have more things um, to kind of get you into it as you're walking in, having a X-Wing or other things in there, like a giant queue, just to get into the land. Oh, so yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. That's the way I feel. When you go over to the other side off of the trail, it, it seems a lot shorter. Like, you have very little time to kind of get into the groove of the land, and you're going to be like, you're there. Yeah. I think I want to go that way. Yeah. I think I want to kind of roll myself into it kind of just ease in and mm-hmm. kind of let it kind of transform my mentality as i'm thinking as and going right i yep. think that's the rebel side isn't it I'm guessing. i believe so i think it is too. rebel for life i do have a shirt this is that <laughs> okay yeah. all right okay um so the first news item i mean we actually haven't got to the news yet um yeah <laughs> that's the way we are yeah okay um you know the building of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no. Uh, okay. 
Disneyland Resort workers struggle to pay for food, housing, and medical care, a union survey finds. In an unprecedented challenge to Walt Disney Company, a coalition of 11 Disneyland unions is calling on the resort to raise its base wage to $20 an hour after a survey of 5,000 workers found many were hard-pressed to pay for food and medical expenses, and 11% said they experienced homelessness in the past two years. Of 17,000 workers represented by the 11 unions, 85% now earn less than $15 an hour, with more than half earning less than $12 an hour, uh, which is below the poverty line for a family of four. Um, the Walt Disney Company promotes Disneyland Resort as the happiest place on earth, the report asserts. But for many of the approximately 30,000 people who work there, it is not the happiest place to work. Despite steep increases in the cost of housing and other necessities, Disneyland workers have suffered steady pay cuts and are struggling to make ends meet. Uh, Disney spokeswoman Susie Brown said nothing. Next paragraph. Uh, She said, however, the average annual wage to pay to full-time hourly employees in 2017 was approximately $37,000. Yeah, but none of them are full-time. Not none of them when I say that. There are not many full-time cast members. Okay. So that's a bunch of, that's a crock of... Um, she said this inaccurate and unscientific survey was paid for by politically motivated labor unions and its results are deliberately distorted and do not reflect the, how the overwhelmingly majority of our 30,000 cast members feel about the company. Um, of the 5,000 union members who answered the 50-question survey, a representative sampled by age, employment, longevity, and wages, according to researchers, Almost three quarters, that is 73%, say they do not earn enough money for basic expenses every month. Um, okay. And there are other little facts about here. And it's it's hard. I mean, like when they say 43% reported in the past year they needed but could not afford dental care. 37% of those with young children said there were times in the past year where they needed prescription medicine but could not afford it. Um, and 60% said that in the past year they ran out of food without the money to buy more. Doesn't surprise me. But is that Disney's fault or is that money management? Uh, or what, what's yeah. going on it's here? Okay, so this is a very complicated complicated issue and, and you can take both yeah. both sides of this. I mean, one, one side you got to go like, okay, I, I work for a living, okay? I, I can just only speak for myself, right? Uh, and what I do for a living to make ends meet, what do I do? Mark, you know. I Jess, do. you know. I work. You work. A lot. Yeah. To make make sure that I can feed me and my dog, <laughs> you know? And so, um, you know, and, and everybody obviously has a different situations, so I'm not trying to be insensitive to that because everybody has a different life and everything. But I don't know. Sometimes I think some people take it to that level of like, no, I don't want to do more. You just have to give me more. And, and that's not fair. Um, but there are things to be said that, again, we can take the other side. Like, Disney's not perfect. We know that. Right. And we know, yeah, they're going to. And, and this goes off of what I mean, we talked about our very last episode just brought up. So I think it's, a as most things, this is right in the middle. I think of the worst people, or the that's not the right way to put it, but um, of the people who are maybe crying or asking the most, it, it's always been my experience, and I can't, and this is not a blanket statement, this is just my experience, that the people who are usually complaining the most are usually people who are working the least. It has always been my experience, and I've been working <laughs> since I was 12 years old. Always been my experience. I'm not saying that's what's going on now, but that's just my experience. Okay. 
So my thought is like, no, it's probably somewhere in between. Yeah, unfortunately, the world we live in, and especially the state we live in, don't get me going, um, there is our cost of living mm. is high. Regard, yeah. And even into Southern California, even higher than we are here in Northern California. California, by the way, just came out, and I'm just going to, this is timely, as the worst state to live in. Just going to say that. Yes. So, um, and, and they take all that kind of stuff, housing, food, jobs, all the kind of things they take <laughs> into account. Anyway, so um, so it's one of those things that I feel for them. I get it. We've all been in hard times, and we all do that. But sometimes you just need to either realize that maybe Disney isn't for you, and you need to go improve yourself and improve your where you're at. But if you want to stay there, then maybe you need to do other stuff. But that being said, that does not excuse Disney of not doing the right thing. You right. Know? That doesn't give me, okay, you're at will, so we can get rid of you or whatever. No, that's not fair. It's not fair for a corporation of that no. magnitude to do that either. So it's one of those things where I'm kind of like, ah, there's no bad guy and there's no good guy in the situation at all. No. It's just one of those things like, how do you hammer through this? You know, mm-hmm. kind of, again, like we were talking about last time, we were talking about with the unions and with the bonuses that they're giving out. So to me, I'm kind of like, you know what, if it's really that bad for you, no one's telling you you got to stay there. I understand. I worked for a company for 12 years and I could have left at any time. Mm-hmm. You know, no one told me to stay there. And so it's kind of like, it's really a tough, tough situation. I feel for everybody, honestly, on this one, because yeah. it's difficult. We've all been in the hard times. And I mean, look at me, like I'm going through some stuff right now. <laughs> and what do you do? You work through it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a tough thing to say, because I remember when we were talking about uh, like a year ago when they had announced the hotel and mm-hmm. it's, it's great because it's going to create jobs. Mm-hmm. and. I think I mentioned like then I go what what kind of jobs are we talking about? Are you talking about jobs with benefits? Are we talking about like no, part time jobs? It, yeah. They'll all be part time. Yeah. Okay, so if it's a part time job, you kind of know what you're getting into with this, right? Kind of, yeah. But if these are full time jobs and the benefits kind of suck, uh, which I don't know what Disney pays for benefits. I don't either. Yeah. I mean, I they're know. union, so there's oh. a little bit to it. <sighs> yeah. This is this is this is tough. Um, there's probably some truth to what they're saying in the reports, mm-hmm. but when they say things like, oh, I couldn't afford food or whatever, then, uh, you know, maybe get a supplemental job or, or find another career. I don't know how to, how to say yeah. that. How, how many jobs do I have? Two that I know of? I have two. and if you call, <laughs> That I know of. That, that <laughs> I, have, I have two. I have yeah. two jobs. Yeah, I work two jobs. Uh, yeah. I, I know how that goes. Yeah, um, and you've been down that road and we've all, I mean, mm-hmm. Jess is worth... I've worked two jobs. Yeah, it works your tail off, too. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, I see your point. But, yeah, part of me is like, well, maybe that you're the mix of where you are and maybe Disney and your lifestyle and how you want to live. I mean, and and I'm not trying to say, like, your lifestyle, like, you you expect a lot. But, you know, sometimes things just don't match up. Right. Yeah. Right. And, you know, if you give them, like, a $5 raise, that's good. Oh yeah, but but it doesn't solve the problem. It doesn't solve the problem because the, the problem could also be with the individual, where like they might live beyond their means, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. a lot of people do. They do, and they go, "Well, it's not enough now." And I go, yeah, "Okay, yeah. well, who knows?" I'm just generalizing, yeah. but no, no. Well, I, I, mean, I mean, it is a complex issue because you can go into, and I, I'm going to not go in the political rant because there's political and outside factors that do definitely, definitely apply into this scenario big time. But this is not the platform for it, so I'm not going to go there because if not, okay. I'll be here for another well, two I mean, hours talking about Well, they give everybody it, yeah. a raise, you know? Give them, like, a $10 raise, and then all they need to do is raise ticket prices for us, and we're well, fine. You see, well, they, they will anyway. And see, that's what I keep yeah. on... I don't think people always... Unfortunately, I don't understand. For me, it's very simple math. If mm-hmm. you raise... 
everybody's wages, that money has to come from somewhere. Yeah, I mean, that's just logical. Back. It's, yeah, it just, it just, it's not even like economics. It's just logic. It is. So that's why I get it. Yeah, maybe they should get a raise. Maybe they should. And I, for me, I we, we said it before, I am all for cast members getting raises. They are the heart and soul of that park. Yeah. So I'm definitely like, yeah, you need to take care of them. So, I mean, that's why it's like it's a tough one because they need to be taken care of for sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I hope that they get that. I mean, the medical coverage is worth its weight in gold. And uh, whatever. I hope, hope they get their stuff. I okay. Too. Okay, moving on. Um, now you can visit Disney parks in the U.S. through Google Street View. Pretty cool. Yes. Now you can get to visit Disney parks more often and without dropping a small fortune in the process. Um, thanks to Google Maps, after it added Street View <laughs> images for 11 Disney parks, the feature looks to the feature looks to cover parks in the U.S. only at this point. But that alone might help you relive a recent visit or familiarize yourself for the first or next visit. One, whatever. I think that that's cool. Yeah, I've not tried this yet. I haven't either. Have you, Jess? No. Okay. Oh. We know the park pretty well. So yeah. I don't know if I, I don't know if I did that. I'd just get more mad that I haven't been there yet, and <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, I haven't gone yet. And yeah, I don't. Have my that. first trip down, um, you know, if I did that and going down Main Street, I think I might get more upset than happy. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the audio? <laughs> yeah. Right. Where's the smell no, on right. smelling the, thing? Yeah. The smell <laughs> Nothing too crazy. Okay, next item, uh, Food and Wine Festival at DCA. We're going to talk to Jay about that in a yeah, little bit. Yeah, we are. And give it, he's going to give us his thoughts on that. Um, okay. One of the most popular events at Disney California Adventure opened Friday, March 2nd, following two days of Taste and Adjust previews. The 2018 Disney California Food and Wine Festival is back for a third year in this new expanded format, bringing 14 festival marketplace booths to the park and almost 40 dishes or f- for festival goers to sample. Um, let's see. Oh, the middle paragraph is not that important. Mm-hmm. Uh, the food focus for t- 2018 event is a California local, and that's in quotes. But Disney executive John State has also incorporated larger food trends into his offerings. Oh, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Thanks for that, John State. Um, I, I would have felt deprived if there's not right, an right, expanded menu. Right. Yeah, there are three new v- vegan offerings hmm. for 2018, along with another trio of vegetarian dishes. Um, of these two newly two used newly developed meat substitutes, mm. that sounds great. And, <laughs> and state hints that these ingredients might find a more permanent home on menus around the Disneyland Resort. Hey now, um, yeah, I do want to check this out. I do want to see what's going on over here. And Jay will uh, hopefully give us his insights on set. I'm sure he festival. will. Yeah. Okay, next item: security and tram changes for Mickey and friends. With Disney breaking ground on the new Clio parking structure, I didn't know it was called that yet. Uh, next to the Mickey and Friends structure, uh, visitors will notice a major change in operations the next time they, next yeah. time they park, park in, in the structure. structure. <laughs> Last week, Disney relocated the security checkpoint and tram loading area uh, to the ground floor of the Mickey Friends structure. Hmm. Visitors still park as usual and take an escalator or two to the ground floor, then re-enter the structure to pass through the security and board a tram. This change has one immediate benefit for guests. Visitors are protected from sun and weather while waiting to pass by check and board the tram. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah, some mm-hmm. have complained, after all, however, that the new arrangement is too noisy. That's I could did. see that. You're in a parking structure with well, a bunch of cars, but you, what are you going to do? I would take that over being baked in, so in the I. sun. Yeah, or, or getting rained, rained on. on. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, I would too. Okay. 100% there. 100%. 100%. 
Uh, that was the news for today. Uh, we have a small one-on-one with Jess, I'm guessing. Oh, but I did say something last time. Is Since this is episode 56, I wanted to highlight a couple of changes in the park. So every year from now on, every episode, we're going to talk about a couple of changes of what happened. So here are a couple of highlights of 1956. All right, so remember, this is one year after the, the gates opened and caused sure panic and mania. And <laughs> Disneyana was created. <laughs> Before we go to once we're done, I have one more news bit. Ooh, I forgot okay. news news dropping. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> changes started happening right away in 1956 with the addition of horseless carriages and the omnibus on Main Street <laughs> USA. Horseless carriage. Yeah, so the omnibus is still there, um, right? But many of the changes happened in Frontierland. I'm going to write a note here. We didn't talk about that. Yes, you yeah. do. <laughs> We've never talked about Frontierland. Maybe, maybe we should. We should. Okay. Maybe twice. Okay. Maybe four uh, times. Possibly. Uh, so many changes came into Frontierland in 1956 with the opening of Tom Sawyer Island, hmm. which is personally designed by Disney. Uh, that's Walt Disney to you and I, uh, who mm-hmm. made getting there part of the attraction as rafts across the rivers of America. He also added a new train ride, the Rainbow Caverns Mine Train. Uh, that forced a change in the route that, that created uh, new names, the Rainbow Ridge Pack Mules and the Rainbow Mountain Stage Coaches. Uh, before 1956 was done, he also uh, moved the popular Indian village to a larger area and added a a visitor-propelled ride called the Indian War Canoes, which hmm. we know them today as the Boom. Davy Crockett Explorer Canoes. I know. I like War Canoes better, but that's right. They do, yeah. Um, okay. Fantasyland, just as beloved Fantasyland, got a new ride in 56, or rather, a changed one with opening in December of the Storybook Land Canal Boats, mm-hmm. replacing the Canal Boats of the World. Do you know those? She's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Do you know about those? No, I've know. never heard of them. Okay. The same land got a brand new ride in 1956 with the addition of uh, the Skyway. It had a station in Fantasyland, I didn't know that, and a mm-hmm. station in Tomorrowland giving visitors to Disneyland an aerial view of the park as they rode in gondolas above the two lands. I miss you. I do miss Aww. you. The Tomorrowland Autopia was so popular that another one was paved into the landscape. The Junior Autopia opened in Fantasyland in 1956. Bye-bye. It was, <laughs> it was renamed <laughs> the Fantasyland Autopia in 1959. How long was that there for? Three years. Yeah. Fantasyland got a station on the tracks uh, of the Santa Fe and Disneyland Railroad in 1956. Um, finally, Tomorrowland, there were changes happening too. First was the landing of the Astro Jets in mm-hmm. March of 1956, where yeah, riders buddy. could control the height of their jet on a spinning ride. And another exhibit was installed in the form of the Bathroom of Tomorrow. Of course, <laughs> sponsored by the Crane Company, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, interesting things, yeah. and a couple of those things are still there, of course. Um, Storybook Land is there. Mm-hmm. The, the War Canoes yep. uh, are there still. Um, we know them as something else. And the Astro Jets, which are now they're what? The Rocket Jets, right? Mm-hmm. No, what's it called? No, Astro no. Orbiter. Astro Orbiter. Yeah. Astro Orbiter. Yeah. Yeah. Rocket Jet. Okay, mm-hmm. um, they moved, but. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. Oh. Cool. Yeah. yeah. On the bus is there, and Thomas Warrior's Island is still there. Yep. Um, okay, so that's the news I had, and Udi has some breaking okay. news currently. I so, no, I, I forgot to mention this earlier, and Jess doesn't care. Um, hey, Udi, I don't care. I know you don't care. Um, this broke uh, two days ago, maybe, three, maybe, at this point now, um, about John Favreau. 
Oh, from Swingers? Yeah. So if you <laughs> yeah. guys don't know who John Favreau is, um, Swingers is one. Mm-hmm. He also directed the original Iron Man, and he plays, why can't I think of his name in Iron Man? Um, the butler guy. or show bodyguard. Oh, show. Sure. Oh. his bodyguard. And I can't think of his name. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. But anyway. John Favreau. Uh, <laughs> well, no, no. The character's name. Oh. Uh, anyway, so he's going to be, it was announced earlier this week uh, that he's going to be the executive producer for a, and write, um, a live action Star Wars series for whatever the streaming, um, whatever. What, what, what's the word I want to look Disney, for? Uh, yeah, Disney streaming channel. Oh, okay. Oh. And um, so, yeah, I'm kind of excited just because if people don't... A lot of the things, if you love MCU, which is the Marvel Cinematic Universe mm-hmm. for all those who don't know, um, we have John Favreau, a big thank you for that because he's really one of the guys who helped kick it off with the first Iron Man movie. Okay. Gotcha. Anyway, so I could go into the full article, but that's pretty much it. He's going to he's gonna be writing and producing it, which it means he's going to be in there creatively, which is fantastic news for me. Lucky and any Star Wars fan. Are you okay. likely to buy the, the Disney streaming package? I don't know. I got to look at what is going to be on there. Mm-hmm. I got to figure that out. I mean, if the Star Wars content and other things is worth it, sure. Okay. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Okay. And if it's not too crazy, I mean, I, I, I'm assuming it's going to fall into, like, the Netflix, Hulu, mm, kind of Amazon stuff. Prime type of deal. If it's more than that, I'm going to give them the cross-eyed, like, are you crazy? Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. Okay. Yeah, if it's more expensive than that, forget yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm good, yeah. Okay, well, that's interesting. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're really pushing Star Wars. I wonder why. Uh, hmm. That's kind of weird. Does it make yeah. money? I don't know. It's such a, you know, fly. And don't 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 forget, by the time the uh, this release, the DVD will have been out for almost a week. Or the Blu-ray for oh, last yeah. year. Right. Does that come out this Tuesday? Uh-huh. Along, which is funny because they're releasing right along with... Um, Black Panther? No. No, <laughs> um, no with um, Justice League. Oh, okay. It's coming out this week, too, on, on Blu-ray. Yep. I thought it was kind of funny. So I'm literally going to walk in and be like, one, two, and I'm going to... Justice League was a movie? Yeah. Did we see it? No, you didn't. What movie did I see with you? Wasn't it Justice League? Oh, was it Justice League? No, I don't remember what you saw with me. Hey, what movie were we talking about? I don't remember. (laughs) Star Wars? (laughs) Star Wars? No, I thought you and I went to go see Justice League. Did we? At the Cinedomes. Maybe we did. I don't remember. (laughs) <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. It might have been that movie. I see a lot of movies, guys. You Come do. on. <laughs> uh, you forget what my other show is. <laughs> that's true. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, that's the news for today, um, this episode. Um, and, uh, okay, so now we're going to do a little, I guess, a very small it's one. A, it's once. a miniature one. All right. Boo. Yay. I mean, yay. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Welcome. Welcome to 101 with Jess, where we see the magic of Disney through the eyes of a passionate guardian of Walt's legacy. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. All right. Well, everyone, welcome back. You know, I love having you. I need to. Okay. Mark's happy to be here. Welcome back Um, to 101 with Jess. Um, so let's see, as usual, we're going to start off with this day in Disney history, which would be March 11th. Um, we're going to just go to 2010, so not too far back. Okay. Uh, the Academy Award winning composers of the music from It's a Small World in the Enchanted Tiki Room, as well as Mary Poppins, 
Richard M. Sherman, and Robert B. Sherman receive a tribute window on Disneyland's Main Street. Oh, awesome. As well they should be. Right. For sure. As they should. Mm-hmm. So they got theirs eight years ago. If you can believe it. No, I cannot. It's kind of crazy. That cannot be believed. It cannot be believed. <laughs> Unbelievable. So um, there is something that I am going to want to show you guys, and I will be posting just like a snippet of it on our Facebook page, just so that everyone kind of gets an, uh, knows what I'm talking about. But I did want to read this first. Um, I got a, we got a little note from Jose. Oh, we Jose. did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I wanted to read it to you. This is news um, to us. And it just has to do, it has to do with a... My 50th episode. So, like, my 50th. Or, I'm sorry. Yeah. My 50th episode. That was episode 55. So, um, yeah. So, this is just something uh, that he wrote in. So, he said, hi. Here are my words for the next show. Can't wait to listen. He says, hello, guys. This is Jose. Sorry I did not get a chance to send any audio this time, but I've been going through some tough tough and busy times. Uh However... I did not want to miss the chance of sharing some words on this important milestone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He said, I would like to start by remembering how I ran into the whole podcast world. I was, it was by a friend of mine at work who listened to a different kind of podcast. So I thought, if they have Unsolved Mysteries and UFO podcasts, there must be Disneyland podcasts. <laughs> and the LTP was the first one. It was one of the first ones I ran into. Oh, wow. Right? We'll take it. I'm really shaking. Yeah. That, yep. um, okay, cool. By the time I started listening, the crew was already complete. And I'm sorry, the crew was already complete. And I listened to the most recent episodes and caught up and was catching up from the beginning at the same time. Wow. Now, I want to be honest on my first impressions, which was, <laughs> uh, these guys are a bunch of Disneyland haters. Ah. Well, I probably am. <laughs> okay. No. Just one more episode. Okay. Just one more. <laughs> hmm. I wonder what the next 101 will be about. Then I started thinking, hey, they are right on this. I agree with Mark on that. In the meantime, I, in the meantime as I was also catching up, I got to episode five and figured out where Jessa came from. And as time went by, I started feeling some kind of empathy with the whole group and getting to know, and by getting to know each of you. By the way, episode 15, when Jess told her story on how she turned into a cast member, is one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. However, I felt like I knew her much longer by then after every story and fact she'd given on the episode. Jess, you immediately came to complete the gang, and the whole podcast dynamic is very different with you. For every news, every story, and everything that comes, er, everything that is on the show, I am now expecting to listen to your opinion. Not only as a former cast member, but a true Disney purist. Mm. I think the term purist is the one is the one that ma- perfectly matches what what back then I thought was a Disney hater. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you that until today, I still disagree. I'm sorry. Let me tell you that until today, I still disagree with you guys on some things. And I think that's okay because even you guys do it between yourselves. Oops. Thank you for everything you have shared with us. Also for being an amazing social network administrator and giving us the chance to share our thoughts in the show. Congratulations for the first 50 episodes. I hope we have many more. Jeez. Yay. Yeah, Jose. Right. Yeah, and you know, Jose, yeah, you're right. We, we, don't, we, don't, um, we don't encourage groupthink on the show. 
Uh, we encourage free thought. And, yeah, when it comes to Disney, we're all passionate for different reasons. And we've said it before, and we're going to continue to do that. Yeah, you, you disagree. With, and, and, if, and, you know, honestly, I, I kind of want to do, if we could ever do it, like have just a big, like, what do you disagree with us on? And just let us have it. And that way, I mean, I, I think it'd be a fun show. About. That would be yeah. kind of a fun show. It'd be a fun show to just kind of sit there and go like, okay, you know, you guys, when you guys said this, uh, you guys are totally off base. Yeah. I'm like, okay, let's go. Let, let's that have that talk. Fun. I mean, it'd be fun. It'd be a good time. So yeah, definitely. And thank you for actually listening. And you're right. That's hence why we gave her her little nickname moniker. Thank you. Because yeah. we all we, we recognize Mark and I recognize, and I had that <laughs> private conversation with Mark, and I'm gonna say, I don't know if I've said it before on the show, but I'll say it again. Thank you. I said never never tell justice, but yeah. <laughs> what? If she wasn't on the show. I, I don't know what we would do. Uh, well, it'd be different. I know, it'd, it'd be, be different. Yeah, I know, no, but I it'd be different. So. It'd, it'd be, be different. a lot different. Um, yeah, I don't even go back and listen to the first <laughs> the first yeah, episode anymore. I, I, so no, I don't. I haven't listened to an episode that back in a while. Which you know, maybe I should. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. <laughs> I'll listen to one through four. I will stand proud for those because that was the inception of our show. So. But you know, I mean, again, Jose, thanks again for listening. And yeah. you, you're you're right about the different opinions, and I disagree with myself sometimes, which is funny. But I don't agree with Udi and a lot of well, some things, and Jess and I. Know, I yeah. and, and Jess and I sometimes don't disagree, and I mean don't agree. agree. And and Jess and Udi never agree. We never yeah. agree. So, so yeah. But what makes it great is that, like for instance, you know, um, all three of us went on Big Thunder last time, and we all had like completely different experiences mm-hmm. and different opinions as what was good, what was not good. Mm-hmm. And it, when Udi and I rode on uh, Radio Springs Racers, you know, he was losing his mind. Yeah. I was like taking it all in. So we all had different experiences mm-hmm. on whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's. It's one of those things that that um, you know. It's just it's it's great to talk about. It's can it's it's interesting to talk about. To see what people think and what they don't think about. And I don't know. That's kind of why we're doing it, yeah. right? Yep. <laughs> we love it. Yep. So yeah, but thank you so much for writing that in. Yep. Yeah, it means a lot. It does. It no, really I, does. I I just you know I feel like I need to say just how we started the show and how we're at right now. I just man, I am so thankful for everything. I can't I can't even like. We're always, I mean, we were texting earlier and we're just like, you, you kept on going, shaking my head, shaking my head. Everything that, that we get from you guys, is, we're still, I mean, that hasn't changed from day one. We're flabbergasted by everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like right now, listening to that, I looked over at Mark and he's like, and Still I'm, shaking, and I'm my shaking my head like, man, I, I, we, it doesn't get old. Like, I, 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 I don't know. Maybe it's just because we're so like isolated. We come here and we kind of hang out. We have yeah. breakfast like we did and we have mimosas and we just kind of hang out and talk. And yeah. I don't know, maybe that's what it is that we always are just so blown away and so thankful for everything that you guys do for us and yeah I mean, more than words yeah i remember our first episode we just kind of we didn't have a schedule we just i think no. we we set up a little after midnight at udi's apartment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i had yep. cables going everywhere and wires yep. and i had like rustling papers going oh, okay and and yep. you know yeah if you're listening really really close i'm not gonna give you a little tip but there was a third voice and they were kind of like whispering things and that was leon that was leon going see this, see this see yeah he's like hey what? yeah because he was good leon is really good <laughs> at directing he's a good director he really is when he sees a vision he can really point and direct and he's really good at, at that so and he definitely jumped on he was just kind of sitting in the background like i don't want to do the disney thing but right the podcast and understanding how that works he's good at it. yeah because so. i knew afterwards i knew i was dreading not, I mean, I, I was dreading finishing that, uh, that podcast because <laughs> as soon as I hit stop, 
I knew Leon was gonna start like laying, mm-hmm. like laying into me about yeah, something. Like, Here's what we gotta do. Yeah, we're like, we're oh, gonna, God. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he was on our show too. If you guys don't know who Leon, Leon is is one of the guys that I do my other show with, and he's like the creative mastermind for that one. He has his own YouTube channel and everything like that. And um, yeah, he's um, yeah, he's really good. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, does he still listen to the show? Yeah. Yeah, every once in a while he'll drop a, drop me a text like, "What did you guys say about that?" So I, he doesn't he's not an avid listener, but yeah, because uh, we're kind of outside of what yeah, he normally does. does. Yeah, but he was like I said, he was on our show when we covered when we talked about pirates. Yes, he mm-hmm. was. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I get him a t-shirt. We should. Oh, we should. <laughs> he wouldn't. Oh, we should give him the one that you and thirteen have because that's his logo, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Okay. So okay. Right. how do we not? I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, thank you, Jose, and. Yeah. Um, yeah, anytime, guys. Oh, we need to talk about our. Um, we're uh, still con- in one one now, though. Yeah. Oh, oh, our contest winner. Yes, we'll talk about that next. Oh, okay. we're still we're, we're, we're still in one one. We're still in one one. I don't know where y'all went. Yeah, but... we we took over your one one. It's okay. We, yeah. You can take it. Yeah. I just, I mean, I just wanted to show you guys this because I was. Oh, actually, let me ask you just real quick, yes. Jess. Um, how how does it make you feel to get something like that from Jose? It's when he. It's it touches. It's touching. You yeah. know, yeah, it's it's very sweet, and because I don't think that I think you guys would be just fine without me. So I mean, I'm oh. it's very humbling because I don't. Yeah, I think you guys would be okay, but it's it's nice to you know people. I mean, I know you guys think that I brought a little something, but <laughs> it's nice to hear that you we're know, not the only ones. The we're not the only ones. Love it. So yeah, yeah I, it's very humbling. Uh, cool. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna make your eyes bleed a little bit with this because I was sitting on the couch. And I got like a, a like a notification on my phone, and it said Shannon Proctor, uh, which is 13, has invited you to, you know, watch this. So I click on this thing, and it's a video, and I I, I didn't I didn't understand what was going on, so I ended up having to FaceTime her, and she was watching on her computer, and so she FaceTimed me, and we watched it together. Okay. Um, and it's just it's we're not gonna of course watch the whole thing. It's 28 minutes long. <laughs> And okay. I was very confused. Okay. So this was three nights ago um, that they went live. I Okay. C- continue. Continue. They went live. Right. And this should turn on here in a second. Uh, at Disneyland. Right. At, at like nine o'clock. So we're looking at a fountain. This is Toontown. Right. Can you see it? Oh, I can see it. Oh, yeah. I can see it better now. Better now. Okay. okay. This is Toontown. Okay. okay. So, and it's at night. Toontown's closed. We all know this. But they're live, and you see there's people sitting in the background, and this is just a very odd thing. And I didn't come in until a little bit later, and... Was this on YouTube, Facebook, what? It was on Facebook. Okay. But now it's on YouTube. Okay. Um, as we hear, it's kind of... It's just we're zooming into this creepy... Not creepy. It's just... It's the Mickey statue, but it's just kind of weird. Like... The music is weird. Listen to it. It's very eerie. Yeah. Okay? Yes. And I just don't understand it. I'm just going to be quiet. And there's guests. I mean, there's there's guests all lined up. You can see. Yep. Yeah, we see people in the dark in the background in the shadows Kinda and just, the yeah. illuminated fountain. See, okay. there's people sitting everywhere. And there's a... So it looks like it's going to be like a like a parade of some sort, right? A parade, a performance? I don't know yeah. what this is, what's going on here. I just don't understand, you guys. Okay. We have some uh, 
tribal music going on, clearly. We Sounds have like, like a, it. Someone walking around in the middle of a parade route. Work it, girl. It's a fashion show? It's a freaking fashion show. What? In Toontown. What? I'm not, I'm not lying to you. It's a fashion show. What is she doing? She's walking down the runway. And now she'll turn around and go back. She's working the runway. Is this Disneyland merchandise? Oh, it's going to be extremely expensive, like $500 for, like, an outfit. Do you know who designed it? I have no idea. Wow. I know it's getting blown out here. Here, yeah, drop that down, drop that down, yeah. This is what it is. It's a fashion show. This is all it is. For 28 minutes. It's a joke. Oh, what's that, dude? (laughs) Look at this. Okay. So this is all it is, but at one point, which is what I really wanted to show you, which I thought was the opening... But it's this not. Isn't the opening oh, yet? here we go. This is what I wanted to show you because this is what concerned me was the Mickey scene. So they have. Okay, I like. I can do the, the band. Dance. Yeah, they have the marching band, right? right? Oh, break it oh. down for oh, us. Oh no. I just. Oops. This is where my problem came in. Because this is where I came in. This is where it came in. But I'm not. They'll have a whole problem with this whole thing. So but far, I'm, I'm like lie, the It was pretty funny to watch some of them roll their ankles in the tracks. <laughs> okay. But this was my huge problem because Disney, to me, went to Mickey's two. So we're looking at uh, Mickey and Minnie coming out of a house with a bunch of like hip hop dancers. Yeah. There's about twelve. Uh, are they hip-hop dancing? They're yes. hip-hop, yes. No, maybe nine cast members doing like some hip-hop around Mickey and Minnie. And I like the band. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind the music, but... I have uh, a problem with the dancing. Yeah. What's the problem with the dancing? Mickey and Minnie aren't supposed to be hip-hop ghetto-y. And but this they, is yeah. what they it have is. that hipster Mickey. He, he, is, he is a hipster Mickey. So he, that was this was my huge problem. This just bothered me. And I just, Mickey, look at Minnie. And I'm just like, what is wrong with you guys? And what is Uh, wrong with Disney? uh, I don't know what is going on here. I mean, I just, I don't know. So this was, this really just ruined my evening. And so I called Shannon, or she, I called Shannon and we watched together. But like, look at Minnie. She's like sassy and I just couldn't. No, I can't, I can't get behind this. Right? I. Even if it is in your favorite land of Toontown. Like, what is this? Like, what is uh, they're finally doing something useful with Toontown. <laughs> a fashion show. Like, but a fashion and I show. feel like she doesn't know what she's doing, and that's why she's watching him. Yeah. I'm, so I'm going to put this on our Facebook page if you guys want to ruin your, your night. They're not even dancing in sequence. No, she doesn't know what she's doing. You see? I just... Is she supposed to be doing that? No, I don't know. I think she didn't know what she was supposed to be doing. I think Minnie maybe was like a backup and didn't really know what she was doing. Maybe it's a cast member's first day. Right? Like, so this, <laughs> this is, is not what I signed up for. <laughs> this was just weird. Oh. And this is all it was. So it was very upsetting. And look at him shimmy. Like, what are you doing? I'm sorry. Uh, okay. It just, yeah, it, it, it bothered me. Okay. So it just continues on. And then there, <laughs> you know, he's like dusting his shoulders off. And it says true... The, the true original, which I like the jacket. Would you wear that? No. It's like a Letterman jacket. It's like, yeah, and that's like this whole college thing they're like, you know, they're doing right now, the retro look, which is great. Mm. But this is just so, it's just so weird. And I just, and like, what is that? It's a onesie with a it's sweater and it's, I just, in the shoes. So, but they run about $500. Shannon Googled it. That thing does? Some of the outfits run about 500 bucks. Okay. So, um. So, yeah, I mean. Uh, so, 
This was the five hundred dollar one right here that this, she found. This dude here, yeah, the red, uh, the I'm, jumpsuit. I, I, okay, I can't comment on this. I'm just gonna stop because so, I'm gonna end up. I told you um, I was gonna hurt your eyes for a little you, bit. You did. Was this on Disney Parks blog? Uh, it was live by Disney. Well, I'm, I'm curious what the, what were the comments on. Uh? Um, I I don't know. I turned it off because I was concerned. Uh, this is ridiculously just. Not only is it, it's just stupid. It's stupid. The word. Yeah, stupid. It's nonsensical, and again, why I'm not an imaginary reason number six, six, sixty-three. If I'm those are the people that created all the outfits. Well, the outfits are somewhat okay, but we don't need to be presented with this nonsense. I would especially never buy- at Disneyland, like or in Toontown. Like, why? You want to do this? Do it in the mm. parking lot or something, right? Mm. <laughs> or downtown Disney maybe would have been the right spot for this sort of thing. I think so. But no, not in the park. This is—I don't even know what to say about this. But this is ridiculous. Ridiculous yep. behavior. Yep. So, yeah, there you wow. go. I, I... Thank okay. God they didn't do this on Main Street. Um, I would have flipped out. I would have, I would have, yeah, I would have probably asked, I would have gone to guest relations and said, can I get another ticket, please? Yeah, all, the, all I, I have Well, another. they probably had to pay to get this, like, to go in, because Toontown's closed. Toontown closes early. So this was probably a private event, and that's what that was. So it was a, a private, private event. event. Yeah, I don't doubt, Yeah. I, no, it, I it can't be. Yes, it can. Well, I because wouldn't even go to that. What who day was it? A, who would pay to watch that? It was nonsense. on a weekday, so the park closed at like eight, and this was at like nine. So this was a private event. Oh. So. Okay. You're welcome. So there are many things that I, I literally can't say anything because I just want to start swearing. Like I, I can't. I, I I was watching the video and you guys saw me. All I did was. Sh- I was just shaking my head. Like, I, I can't I can't believe what I'm watching. Like, no. I'm not even a purist, and I can't even handle that. I know. What? Oh. Okay. You know. What? I had a conversation with a, a gentleman um, this week, uh-huh. and he was talking to me. Um, we were talking about the show because he does some other – he's done some small podcasting um, when it comes to cycling. Okay. Lo and behold, my my trade. Um, and he brought up the whole thing like he asked me point blank, "Are you guys like Disney like sycophants?" Mm-hmm. No. And he and to his point, he said he goes personally. I think Disney is one of the most evil companies in the world. Oh. And I kind of looked at him. I went, "Well, I disagree with you." I go, "But they're not perfect." And then I come over and, and I see that, and I just sit there and I and I know like. No, I can't even say no big enough. Like, I'm surprised Jess isn't more like throwing her computer out the window with that. I mean, I want to throw your computer out the window for that. It was silly. That is, I mean, silly is not is a nice word. Like, I have nothing but expletives that I want to use to describe it. I know. So I can't say anything. I literally can't say anything because I'm, you're going to have to bleep it all out. Uh, oh, my God. Disgusting is the word. I, I That's the only thing it keeps on. But along with explosives uh, in front of that. But it is that was disgusting to watch. I hate that. I hate that being driven and pushed. I hate I that know. kind of. I hate that thing. I hate that whole kind of trying to be smug and punky because it, it doesn't. Oh, never mind. You don't like go. it? No, so I hate how, it. I hate how it. It's, it's not good for people to have something like that pushed. And then using an icon like Mickey for that. Like I'm, like I'm disgusted by that. Like my stomach is churning. How gross that made me feel. Yep. Yeah. 
That made me feel gross to watch that. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And I, I'm now I'm going to research this and see yeah. what the comments are and see if the I can fashion chime is in my fine. Like, as I'm saying, the fashion is fine. Like, I don't care. Like, if people are going to spend high-end dollars on Disney, have at it. Go for it. Go for it. I won't, but if you want to, man, who, if you want to pay $500 for what I can think is an ugly jumpsuit, who am I to tell you no? But the whole Fair presentation enough. of everything else, the dancing and the swagger and him trying to be like, no, that is not Mickey. So, like, no. I just, yeah. Right. I'm going to stop because I'm just going to... Yeah, anyway. Okay. Well, That's all enough. I have for you guys. Great, well, one-on-one. Thank Thanks, Jess. You're welcome. Yeah. It went from really good to, like, you just... You could use... You could... You should have started with that. That way we could have felt better. Nope. That's no. not what I do. That's not what she does. And everybody wonders why I don't like your segment. It's vintage. <laughs> it's because it's vintage burnt style. <laughs> anyway. No. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, my daughter was just texting me something real quick. Um, all right, so now, on that high note, uh, let's go uh, to our future presentation. No, maybe I'll feel better. And now, for our feature presentation. Hey there, LTP listeners. Uh, we want to welcome to the show today our favorite Disneyland foodie and friend and family member of the LTP. It is Jay Bratton. Hey, Jay, how's it going? Good, good. How are you guys doing? Good. Good, great. Awesome. It's a nice, actually, it's a nice Sunday morning here in Northern California. We just have some mimosas and we're mm-hmm. just kicking it. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah. So Jay's on today because um, Jay uh, went and paid a visit to the DCA Food and Wine Festival. And he also, some other restaurant announcements happened uh, in the last sense that last time he, uh, the three or four of us talked. Mm-hmm. Um, so we all, anytime that there's any sort of food addition or subtraction at the uh, resorts, uh, the first person I think about is Jay and what, mm-hmm. and what he thinks. Does mm-hmm. he improve? Does he say, no, this is ridiculous? And uh, mm-hmm. maybe there's something else he stumbled across that he wants to share with us. All right. So, Mr. Jay Bratton, where do you want to go first on our turn, our journey today? Uh, well, first off, I I, uh, I know in the past episode you guys talked about uh, like a clever Disneyland social club name. <laughs> yes. So I wanted I wanted yes. to chime in with my two uh, contributions here. So, <laughs> oh, for sure. All right. I, All right. If I started a social club, I'd go with either Fantasyland Foodies. Okay. Or, okay. Oh, or or the Dapper Diners. Oh, I like both of those. I do like oh. both of those. I like I, I both do. of those are pretty good. Yeah, the Dapper Diners. Yeah. I like Dapper. If I had to pick, I'm gonna go with Dapper Diners. I think I like Dapper Diners. Yeah, I do. Cool. So yeah, we are running. When I start the club, yeah. When I start the club, you guys can. I'll, I'll get you your patches. All right. <laughs> oh, good. You know, because we're gonna. <laughs> I'm laughing, but we're gonna at some point in the future we're gonna talk about these social clubs, and I'm, uh, you know, I just. Uh, I don't know about these things. I think they're interesting. I think they're somewhat ridiculous. But I, what do you, what, what do you think, Jay? Uh, I think it's, yeah. It, I, I'm, I kind of side with you in the ridiculous aspect. It just, <laughs> yeah. it's, okay. In a way, it's kind of sad too, because it's just like, you know, it's for people who are socially awkward in other situations, but feel like, I guess, some sense of pride in like their little niche group or something like that, and right. it's just like. You know, it's almost like, you know, they're 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 not dealing with their 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 awkwardness. You know, they're just kind of like looking for alternatives. So I don't know. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah we're going to unpack that at some yeah, point. Yeah, no, we will because that is a very interesting topic to discuss. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so the the Dapper Diners and the Fantasyland Foodies. Okay. So uh, the next subject I wanted to kind of address and uh, touch on and give my thoughts about is the uh, Lamplight Lounge that's coming soon to yep. DCA. Yes. And, you know, you guys mentioned it in the last podcast, you know, it's going to be California casual gastropub cuisine, mm-hmm. um, you know, with, with cocktails and stuff like that. So essentially it's it's going to be the Cove Bar you know, on steroids, right? Okay. Um, which is which is great. I love the concept, but what I don't like, and just it just baffles me that they came up with the name Lamplight Lounge. I, I just it I I hate the name. I, I'll just be honest. I, I think it's just a it's it's not a very uh, you know I, I appreciate the alliteration, but you know it's there's I I just it doesn't it doesn't sound good. You know what I mean? It just sounds mm. really kind of awkward. Okay. So. I had some other names and maybe. Okay, you know, I was gonna ask. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. so here we go. So I've got my first suggestion would be Coco's Cantina. Now oh. I understand you know mm. the Cochita Cucamonga already has the the Mexican fast food there on the mm. on the pier, but instead you know so what we do is uh, take Cochina Cucamonga, remodel it, and make it uh, like a seafood place like they have on Pier 39 in San Francisco. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And it would be actually more appropriate for that that area, right? I mean, you know, just because if you've gone to Pier 39, they've got, you know, boudins and they've got, you know, the, the uh, chowder places and they've got, you know, but they don't have any of the, you know, seafood places like there as well. So anyways, so that's the first one. I like that already. The other, <laughs> yeah. Uh, next one I would be uh, I would suggest is Pixar Public House or Pixar Pub and Grub. Oh jeez. Okay, yeah, I these like are that already too. Better. Both they're, of them are yeah, better. Yeah, they're both better. Uh, Bugs Life Bar. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Ratatouille's Tavern. I like that one. I okay. Like that. I can go with that. The one. last one, which I like the most, in, in my opinion, I, I like Mike and Sully's Ale House. Ooh, I agree. I like that. Yeah. I do like that. I, I think agree the with best. that one. Yeah. I th- wow. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's better than Lamplight Lounge. Yep. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, I'm looking forward to it opening. I mean, I, I'm uh, curious what they're going to have uh, as far as the the cuisine is concerned. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they haven't made any announcements on what type of dishes they're going to be serving or anything like that. But right. I know there was mentioned that the the lobster nachos are still going to be there, which is fine. That's I mean, good. that's a fan favorite. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, it's like it'll be interesting because, you know, the Cove Bar's menu was very limited. So right. um, I'm wondering how much more they're going to expand it. Okay, I got a, a couple quick quick questions, and I, I, I probably could have Googled this, but and this is me just not not knowing, but um, the term gastropub, I don't know what that means, and I don't mean to sound oh, like... It, I don't either. Well, no, oh, well, I mean, yeah, I first off, I mean, a pub is is short for public house, I mean, that, you know, originated in England, okay. and the gastro is short for gastronomical, so it's like oh. instead of it being a, you know, just a, a typical public house, which did not, you know, does not serve food, you know, Mostly, I mean, if they serve food, it'd be like you know just a few items or whatever. Whereas a gastropub has like a full menu, you know, of different cuisine, and usually it's uh, oriented towards the the beer uh, or you know drinks that that's being you know served. Oh, right. gotcha. Okay, okay. Um, and then the second thing. Um, so, do you, do you think? Well, actually, I got several questions. Do, do you think that? Um, 
there's going to be like dinner packages for watching watercolor and things like that for this area? It would be interesting to see that. Um, the only thing that I, I guess would maybe uh, would make me think not is the fact that it's it is like an adult place. You know what I mean? Like there, it's not for kids, or at least they're not. It doesn't seem that they're orienting it towards kids. So you know, one of the things about the um, you know the show at night is that, or the those show packages uh, that they have for the nighttime is that. They want families to go, you know what I mean? Like they mm -hmm. want sure. the, the mm -hmm. you know, like get the whole, you know, and they do the prefix menus, which, you know, I, I again, I don't know, you know, what they're actually going to be serving here. If it's going to be uh, true gastropub cuisine, then that means that there's no prefix, you know what I mean? It's, sure. it's just going to be kind of like burgers and um, things like that, you know, chicken, fried chicken, maybe, you know, whatever. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I'm very curious to have this unfolds because at one point it's going to be like what was, I guess, like the Cove Bar. And then the other one was going to be what? It was Ariel's Grotto, right? That was Ariel's right. And that was a full service, well, character themed restaurant. So I don't think they're going to have any more. It's like a, a character themed stuff, right? Or that you didn't get the impression that? Yeah, and they're, they're not going to have characters there. Okay. Uh, I, I'm 99.9% .9 <laughs> sure about that. Okay. Um, you know, again, they're they're not trying to attract kids they're, or families. They're trying to attract adults. You know, drinkers. <laughs> sure. You know. Well, maybe they'll expand their um, drink selection then. I guess, right? I would imagine. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Cool. Well, I actually like your names a whole lot better than what they. Oh yeah. I do too. Given to us. Yeah. Yeah. I have to do. But so. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, next. Uh, you guys uh, sort of briefly touched on the the tropical hideaway. Yeah. Um, yes. Speaking over Aladdin's Oasis. Yes. I I'm 100% behind this uh, change. Um, I mean I do like Aladdin wasn't that hit of a movie, you know, that much of a hit. And in, in number one, movie. number two, <laughs> it's like the you know the the uh, Aladdin's Oasis restaurant or whatever. It only lasted like a year. And, you know, if you kind of looked up the history and in, in the uh, what's that encyclopedia you have there, um, Mark? Oh, yes. That, that would be the Disneyland Encyclopedia by author Chris Strotter. Yeah, mm -hmm. Right, right. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, your, your second Bible. Yeah. Um, yep. Anyways, uh, yeah, if you look up the history of that uh, that place, it's just it was never, never like super popular. I mean, maybe initially it was, but then, you know, it just died down and people just weren't attracted to go to it. Um, so I'm glad that they're making the change. The only thing I'm I'm worried about is that if you look at pictures of of the uh, of the area, it, there's not really. It's more like, you know, it, it looks like a place where you just kind of kick back, you know. But there's no food there. You know what I mean? Or if they yes. if anything, maybe they have like a quick service type thing, which troubles me because it's like dude you guys have a great potential here you know what i mean i mean you don't have to do the full-on uh you know transformation back to the way it was back you know in the days but uh you know you should definitely you know do something more than just you know have tables and and just a view of the jungle cruise right mm. yeah hmm. but um yeah but you know so when i read the description it says um it's a rest stop for Adventureland locals mm -hmm. and free explorers, so that that you know, again, you know, based on the pictures and the, and the description, it's just like, oh boy, I hope they don't, I don't hope, you know, I, I really hope they don't half-ass it, you know. Right. Yeah. Um. I, 
from what I was looking at the image too, I, I was really excited when I first heard it and I still am, but it, it, just like you, upon further inspection, I was like, wait a minute, I don't see anywhere that I see that it's like an actual restaurant. It, it, it looks like it could be quick counter service. Um, right. And I, but what I do know is that it, it seems to me, it seems to me they, they could share the kitchen with the Jolly Holiday, right? Or, or, right, correct. Okay. Um, so that, that part does worry me a little bit. But what I do think is interesting is that, as I was trying to explain this last time, is that it, it seems like you're going to be almost level with the uh, boats on the um, Jungle Cruise. And, and that, I think, is going to prove to be really, really beneficial as far as the guest experience, you know, interacting with people, almost like the Blue Bayou type of thing. Right. Okay. Um, so... I mean, I, I, I'm just thinking, you know, like they don't have to go like full bore, you know, uh, Tahitian terrace style, you know, where it's a sit down place with the, no. with the whole, you know, uh, you know, fire dancers and stuff like that, you know. But at the same time, you know, you can I think there's room for an in between because, I mean, Jolly Holiday, you know, like you said, they, they share the kitchen with with um, uh, with, uh, you know, with them and the, yeah. they could, you know, do something where mm-hmm. it doesn't put as much they, they don't have they don't use the resources of the jolly holiday bakery to the extent where it's going to you know have uh, the operations decline you know what i mean that type right. of right i'm not sure. sure if i articulated that very well but anyways and then now and then here's here's the thing where i i also uh, got into a bit of um conversation with some people on uh, some social media outlets okay <laughs> and uh this is something i'm gonna i'm gonna jump up a, a jump on a, a soapbox here because go on this go on, you i first. think is the perfect opportunity to finally introduce beer and wine yeah, in yeah, yep yeah it's 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 long overdue uh i mean already People say, oh, well, it, you know, Walt would have never wanted that. Well, guess what? I mean, Disney executives pissed on Walt's grave a long time ago. Yep. You know Unfortunately, they, yep. You know, it's, you know they, they transmogrified uh, the, the whole Epcot concept. Um, you know, they uh, when they opened up Disneyland Paris, they, you know, the, the French government or whatever people there were like demanding that they have beer and wine there, and they do. So the entire park serves it there. Then over at the Magic Kingdom... You know, they first brought it to Beauty and the Beast restaurant, and now it's actually at five different locations where you can get beer and wine at the Magic Kingdom. Oh, I didn't know so, that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And um, I don't have the list. Of, you know, I don't really do Disney World too much, but I know that there are five locations. You can Google it. <laughs> Anyhow, um, and then the other thing is that, you know, people say, well, you know, he would have never allowed it and blah, blah, blah. Guess what? People can already have beer, wine, and mixed drinks, in fact, as long as you have enough money, right? I mean, sure, you go right. to Club 33 and you can booze it up. Right. No problem. <laughs> so it's like why, why, you know, I just don't see what what the deal is, why people have arguments against it anymore. It just – it doesn't make sense. Agreed. Um you know, like some one person said, oh, well, you know, you want people getting drunk and going under the jungle cruise and throwing up. Well <laughs> – Look at look at Cars Land. I mean, people can grab beer and wine, and you know, even the, the mixed shot, uh, the you know, shot of vodka over there, right. the cones. Yep. And you know, do people throw up on Radiator Springs racers. No. No. <laughs> Good point. Well, if That's they a, do, it's not because of alcohol. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Good point. No, good, very good point. I, I agree. I mean, I, I think we're at a point where it doesn't make sense anymore. 
where we just need to just deal with the reality of it that people are going to do that and most people that go there are going to be at least semi-responsible most we're talking the vast majority we're always going to have our outlier people who are just for lack of a better word dumb and will do dumb things but yeah 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 and you know and at the time that disneyland was open i think it was good that they didn't allow alcohol you know i mean and, and maintain you know a clean environment and so forth but you know that time that era you know where people couldn't control themselves with alcohol is long gone you know it's just the you know the wall grew up at the, at the in the time of when when there was the the prohibition you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's like you know he i think that influenced him as far as his decision and so but you know that again that's just a different generation you know several you know multiple generations ago so Correct. you yeah. know now it's time it's you know for the new generation to enjoy <laughs> yep yeah, well, I'm actually glad you brought that up because I was going to ask you about that, about that debate. I was going to ask you, um, well, about what you thought about the alcohol. And I was thinking um, this is a great opportunity to bring some of the drinks from Trader Sam's over over to this area. Don't, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. I, okay. I, I believe so. And, you know, and they don't even have to do like full on, you know, mixed, you know, like with, with hard alcohol, they, you know, over here, uh, uh, where I live, um, near the Pasadena area, a lot of, um, the, like these Asian fusion restaurants are starting to do mixed drinks that are in the vein of, let's say a, a a margarita or whatever, Mm -hmm. but instead of using, uh, vodka, uh, or rum or tequila or whatever, they're using soju and other uh, spirits that, are like lower proof hmm. um in you know they they mix it with the the fruit you know fruit juices or whatever other you know ingredients that they use and and um create it's not a mocktail obviously but it's something of you know like a like a lesser version of of what the actual drink is hmm. a diet cocktail a diet that cocktail <laughs> <laughs> and um if if this turned into like a uh, like a restaurant, what kind of food would you want to see being served there? I I mean I would want to go with like Pacific Island type food. You know what I mean? It, right. You know, like a Hawaiian type. You know, they have uh, you know one of the big things in Hawaii is plate lunches. You know what I mean? And that's oh, where you have I don't know what that you know, is. The, oh, it's like uh, basically like. It's like a protein, a, a meat, um, like a pork. Um, they have uh, like uh, chicken, um, like a chicken huli huli. Um, they've got uh, you know soy sauce based um, proteins as well. I mean you know there's yeah. a lot of different dishes. There's spam masubi mm. you can do. Um, you know it's not really elaborate. Um, you know it's really kind of simpler food. Um, so. I mean, I, I think that it wouldn't be much on the, you know, much for the uh, Jolly Holiday to, you know, make these things. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I, I think that'd go great over there. I'm yeah, just... I mean, if you look at the old school Tahitian Terrace menu, mm-hmm. I mean, they had they had all kinds of crazy stuff on there. I mean, it was like a full full on menu, you know, <laughs> like for, you know, to sit down and and, you know, it, it was the funny thing is, is that, you know, it was like normal food, but what they did was they just put like Hawaiian sounding names. Uh, I'm looking it up right now, but, uh, um, let's see here. Let me look at the, yeah. While you're looking there, I just, one of my uh, fears about this is this being like a big, like rest stop for like strollers. People just dumping strollers in yep. there. Right. 
Yeah, that's true. I would not be happy with that situation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, and if it, it looks like they're all stand-up tables, right? So that way, people can bring in their their. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Gosh, and how how cool is this going to be at night? <laughs> it's going to be yeah. really cool. Yeah, I hope they have like torches lit up there and everything. And um, oh yeah, all right. So the uh, you know just kind of give you an example of uh, the menu here. Give one. Second. Oh, from the Tahitian Terrace. Yeah. Oh, funny. I don't. I clicked on my own, my old story I wrote back in 2015. <laughs> oh, cool. Because I did, because uh, remember um, back then they did a Tahitian Terrace Diamond Luau, yeah. and that was during the, the Diamond Celebration, and um, it was like a homage to um, to the original Tahitian Terrace. Yeah, but that was over at the hotel, wasn't it? Yes. Correct. Okay. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Anyways, well, I won't go into this stuff, but um, you know, if if you look up the old Tahitian Terrace uh, menu, then you could see, you know, what I'm talking about. <laughs> I have to pull that up. Tension okay. Terrace. Mm. Yes. I'll try it when I go. Oh, well, uh, was there any kind of opening date for this thing, Jay, that you saw? I have no. Uh-uh. I'm guessing this year, I would hope, right? Hopefully. <laughs> I Yeah, I would say so. Okay. Before all so the I guess the, the thing, I don't know if you guys ever read my chat or whatever, but I guess one of the arguments being made of the reason why that they're even doing this is because they need you know when star wars land opens up they need places for people to go you know and and yep. they need to make something new and exciting and you know like handle handle some crowds and that's just one of the ways they're doing it no i think we talked about that that we think that that is one of the things that they're doing they're being a little bit more proactive trying to make sure that there are places to go once the madness of galaxy's edge comes into play yeah oh yeah and i'm sure there's a few other areas too they could open up and and uh and expand to have people just doing their thing yeah oh yeah all right well, i'm well, absolutely stoked yeah. for, for both well I'm, I'm actually more stoked for the um tropical hideaway than than the lamplight the lamplight lounge, lamp lounge. <laughs> yeah. i am too i'm yeah. looking forward to oh that. no that one yeah. for that. sure for sure all right you guys pulling up menus for the? Pop-tation? I am. I am now. Now, yep. now I'm looking for it. Hold on. Well, have they a have different. It, they have different iterations of the menu as well, because you know they did. They uh, got sponsorship at one point from, um, from Kikoman. Uh, Kikoman, the, uh, oh, yeah. the place oh, yeah. the people uh-huh. who make the soy sauce. Yep. And um, yeah. So, anyways. Well, I think it'd be great if they have like um, um, Hawaiian barbecue out there. Mm-hmm. We had that that time, right? At that. Remember the at the wedding one? The with Hawaiian you? barbecue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That yes. would be good. Yeah. Like you have different meats, um rice. What do we had? Like a cool macaroni salad that was pretty much there. And what else did we have? Yeah. We, we some, went to a wedding there, where there they had that pork, kind of salad food. Pork, yeah. Pork some kind of, of a pork. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, now I'm hungry for that. <laughs> hey, we just ate breakfast now. I know, but again. still oh, as always when Jay's on. Yes. Okay. Mm. All right. That's why we had breakfast first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, um, then we'll go on to the the food and wine festival, which yeah. is awesome. It was spectacular. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It's just, you know, this is, you know, this is like third place of uh, in third place uh, of all the events I looked forward to at Disneyland. You know, first would be uh, Halloween time, and second would be uh, Christmas time, and then now the food and wine festival. So, <laughs> okay. 
So, yeah. So, so just take us, because uh, in fact, Jess was just asking about this. This is um, a separate ticketed event, right? So you need to get into the park and then you pay. Well, maybe you can explain the process so we all know. Okay. Well, basically, it's not a separately ticketed event. It's just all it is is just you have to buy the food. You know what I mean? Like you, it's free to, to go. I mean, it's not free, but it's <laughs> you can – you're free to go to whatever the different locations to get whatever you want. You know what I mean? So you pick and choose, mm-hmm. you know, the, the different items that you feel you want to eat and that type of thing. But I mean, it comes with the admission of, you know, of getting, you know, when you get into the park and, uh, um, now for annual pass holders, what you can do is you can buy a, like, um, like a little ticket thing, um, where, uh, they kind of break off, you know, the, the, um, little tabs or whatever, and you give it to the people at the at the food stations, and then you can exchange it for a, a food item. So you know, instead of paying, so what it works out to is like about five dollars and something like thirty eight cents or something like that for for each ticket. So as long as you are, you know, as long as you spend five fifty or more, then you know, then then it's worth it. But like some of the dishes, they're only like five bucks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So something like that, you just pay cash for. And then you just, you know, use it for more, you know, some of the more expensive ones were like $7 and 25 cents, you know, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely worth, worth it if you're planning to try a a number of dishes, which obviously (laughs) I do. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. Anyway, so when you, when you first get there, um, they're really kind of promoting it, uh, with these, uh, chef Mickey hats and they're giving them out at the entrance there on Buena Vista street. So that's kind of cool. And the layout is similar to what they've had in the past last year and, you know, even when they had the um, festival holiday uh, event, uh, you know, during this past uh, last Christmas season. And, um, you know, the different booths you just go to and they, you know, have maybe two to three uh, food items and then maybe, you know, two to three drink items, you know, on average. And, uh, you know, you just kind of pick and choose, you know, they, they give you a menu obviously. So you can like look at the different dishes and, and, um, find out, you know, what, what piques your interest. So, um, and you have to be strategic cause I mean, I mean, unless you're an annual pass holder that you can go like every week or something like that, or, or <laughs> you know, daily, then there's just no way to try everything. So you kind of have to strategize. Right. All right. Okay. So and we'll start, okay. Uh, First off, I mean, uh, I don't know if you guys got the pictures I sent. Yeah, we're, we're bringing up the pictures right now. So anyways, um, the first booth uh, my wife and I went to was the Nuts About Cheese. And this is kind of like, uh, like, it's kind of oriented towards like the like wine crowd, um, okay. where the, the food there is like paired with, you know, the various, uh, you know, different varietals of wine and things like that like the and it's like sort of like a cheese um like cheese dishes like that you see on a um a charcuterie plate or something like that and it's just kind of really uh, small small bites um this isn't my favorite place to be honest um uh, we had the uh goat cheese fromage blanc tartine with rosemary and hazelnuts that sounds so good yeah, and then the other one was the uh, brie toast with fig, mint, and almond crumble. Mm. So the the first one sounded really good with the goat cheese and stuff, but it just what happened was that 
like the the goat cheese was okay and i liked how they had like there's some like a sweet jelly there um to sort of offset the tanginess of the goat cheese and the, the nuts were okay as well the um the hazelnuts uh were candied it seemed like and mm. um Anyways, but the the problem was that what made this sort of not not go off well for me was the fact that the bread that they put this on was sort of stale. Oh. And what I think was that you know when when you have like a something you know creamy and a soft you know on top of like a hard toast, then what happens is the the toast soaks in all that juice, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So it makes it kind of like. You know, if if you don't serve it right away, then the textural contrast is lost. Then, um, as far as the the brie toast with figment and almond crumble, I was like, yeah. I mean, it was it was good. It, you know, it was like a tad on the sweet side. It's uh, like almost tasted like a dessert, and the mint was really subtle. I mean, it, honestly, it, that that one little mint leaf, if you guys see the picture, is like pretty much representative <laughs> representative of how much mint taste there was on the on the dish itself. Okay. Now, Jay, so these are meant to really just be like sample things. You're not going to get full off one, right? Yeah, small plates. Okay, small plates. Okay. Right. I mean, there's so it's, uh, I mean, yeah, it, it's, it, you know, the great thing about this type of cuisine Ooh. is that you get all the flavor and then, you know, if you like it, cool, get some more. I mean, if you don't like it, then, hey, skip on, you know, you, you tried it and it was fine, move on. You know what I mean? Move on to the next dish or whatever, that that type of thing. So it gives you the opportunity where you don't have to fully commit to the, the um, you know, like the, the money for that you pay for, for like a full meal and, um, you know. You can still get all the flavor, though. Yep. Okay. Okay, we have we have the pictures. Yeah. So okay. that one is the, that must be the still bread. Yeah, yeah, that one on it. the right. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Oh, those look good. Well, what's that? Oh, they do look good, though. Yeah. It's the toast of the figment. Yep. Just a little tiny oh, piece. Oh yeah, it. there's not very much mint on there at all, is there? Yeah. No. Right. Oh, what am I? What are those? Uh oh. Moving, yeah, we're moving the forward. So we're moving, moving along. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next uh, was the. Uh, it's called I Heart Artichokes, and they used the the uh, heart symbol emoji heart symbol. And uh, this this was a pretty good place. Um, I the the fried artichoke carbonara was good. Um, a little heavy, um, but it, the the crispy you know exterior of the artichokes was was nice. Um, the and of course, bacon. I mean, who doesn't love bacon, right? Yes. And uh, then yeah, the, the cheese itself was was you know just kind of standard Parmesan cheese. It okay. wasn't uh, anything, you know. I was wondering what kind of cheese that was. Yeah, right. Um, so overall, it was sort of like it was good, but just wasn't great. You know, I mean, it was just like it was it was something that you can get at like um, Applebee's or whatever. You know, I mean, that type of thing. <laughs> oh uh, wow, okay. But I mean, which isn't I mean, Applebee's isn't horrible. It's just that. You know, it's not the high standard that I'm accustomed to when I think of, you know, cuisine. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to the Applebee fans out there. Uh, anyhow, uh, the next uh, thing up was the uh, grilled and chilled artichoke hearts with the romesco sauce. Oh, that's this was really good. The The artichoke hearts themselves mm. were super tender. Um, they are prepared correctly. Sometimes artichokes, when, when the artichoke heart isn't like peeled away enough, you get that like kind of rough texture mm -hmm. and it just really 
kind of like <laughs> ruins the the whole uh, dish, you know, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Anyways, sure. uh, the romesco sauce was really it was thick and and creamy. Um, it uh, you know it just it was a, it was a nice presentation. It was definitely worthwhile. Okay, you know, actually, I'm gonna stop you real just real quick because I'm thinking about this, Jay, and maybe I just don't know. But um, so when you go to the food and wine festival. Um, are the different food locations, are they like local to Anaheim or are they like, um, are they Disney, different Disney things, different Disney restaurants that are like having alternate things or, or, or can any person who has a restaurant in the area just. No, it's all run by Disney. Yeah. It's run by Disney, but these are all food. I mean, how do I phrase it? Are you asking if they're like. The menu items are, are menu items that, you know, they come up with themselves. Oh, okay. So you could get these on some other time when you're not when they're not running the food and wine festival. You could go to wherever these re- these are from. No. And, and mm-hmm. no, no, it's that's special. why that's what makes it so special and unique. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so now I understand all this now. Okay, cool. Right. Okay. Great. Yeah. I mean, some of the things um, I'm trying to think. There, there's a couple of the items that they have on a um, frequent basis. Uh, like over at uh, the California Craft Brews, they had a white cheddar lager soup, Ooh. which I had that before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I told you guys about yeah, it. Yeah, I remember. I, I remember. Yeah, yeah, I totally missed out on taking a picture of it. Anyways, yep. um, that was really good, and, and I know I can get it again. So it's like, why? You know, there's no point in me getting it there. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. 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 Okay. And uh, yeah. And then some other things, you know, like for me, you know, personally, like I'll see. Okay, so there's the chicken teriyaki slider with the with the dull pineapple jam. Uh, you know, I mean, something like that. I, I just I I don't get excited for because it's like that's stuff you can get at a lot of different places. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's not very unique. Whereas grilled and chilled artichoke charcoal artichoke hearts uh, with the romesco sauce, uh-huh. that's something you don't see on you know on an that's everyday that- menu. Uh, yeah, there's right there, right? No. Mm-mm. Oh, that's that. Yeah, oh. we're trying. We're, we're looking at the picture and we're trying to like look at everything as we're going along here. Yeah. No, I totally see your point. Yeah. Why would you go and get something that you know you can get at any visit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. Next up next uh, was the, the Citrus Grove booth, and um, there mm. we went with the uh, citrus brined pork roast with the tangy barbecue sauce and lemon pepper slaw. Oh, that's really good. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's really good. Oh, wow. It was awesome. Oh. It was my one of my favorites of the day, that's for sure. Oh, my gosh, yeah. The meat was uh, really tender, super soft and tender. The sauce was on point. I mean, it wasn't too sweet. It wasn't tangy. And, you know, the, the lemon pepper slaw, uh, you know, it just it worked well with with everything that, that was going on with the dish. Um, you know, nice textural contrast. It's nice, creamy, you know, contrast to the, you know, the, the greasiness of the, the pork. Um, then, uh, you know, the little onion, um, little fried onion pieces there at the top. I mean, that's just another, you know, contrasting texture that that's awesome and, you know, lends to um enhance the flavor of the overall dish so i'm yeah i definitely my wife and i definitely love that one. Oh yeah i can see why it looks really oh yeah <laughs> no it looks really good i'm not a big pork guy but yeah that looks good oh yeah i definitely try that so all right then um next up we had the Ooh. uh yeah we got the strawberry uh watsonville strawberry pie Ooh. Okay. Wow. I know the picture looks good. Yeah. Oh, no, man. No. I'm trying to brag here. (laughs) But uh, polishing up my nails while I, you know. (laughs) Anyways, um, I, uh, 
This was not good. Oh man, <laughs> it looks so. I know it's it's a it's a, a tease because it's like it looks so. It's like looking at a Porsche, but then you 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 know oh, pull up the, no. the engine compartment and you got a Volkswagen engine oh, inside. Oh you know, no! Yeah, it was it was horrible. Okay. Um, I mean, it wasn't horrible. It just was. It looked so good, and it looked. I had such high expectations because it's like. You know, Watsonville, I guess, is known for strawberries, right? So I was like, well, if they, mm -hmm. they're going to put their name to it, you know, it must be good, right? Right. <laughs> well, no, yeah, yeah. Not, not so much. Well, what could what could have made it better for you, Jay? And just was it the taste not the good? Or crust, the crust was far too crumbly. Uh, didn't really have any flavor to it. The strawberries weren't that sweet. Uh, the glaze was sort of it felt almost waxy. Oh. So yeah. That okay. is a shame. It looks yeah, great. It looks really good, but <laughs> yeah. Once once I put a fork to it and it it fell apart like instantly. I was like, uh oh. I was like, I'm I'm hoping you know this is this is uh, portends you know something good, not bad. But unfortunately, I was mm -hmm. wrong. <laughs> oh man. So also also at this booth, um, I, I you have to scroll down because I, I I put it in the wrong place. But anyways, they had um, a strawberry pineapple float with the strawberry popping pearls. And uh, if you take a look at the picture, I mean, oh, that's it, it, right looks, there. Yeah. Uh, it, it was really good. I mean, it's just it was um, refreshing. Yeah. Pineapple and strawberry, you know, you, you know, it's good. Good flavor combination there. Um, the popping pearls were a nice little bonus. It <laughs> yeah. wasn't overly sweet, so you know that that was a good, good plus. And I like that they did it, you know, as a, you know, like a slushy versus, um, you know, like just straight up, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, oh yeah. It looks really good. I'm glad this one delivered. Yeah, yeah as opposed to the other good. one. Yeah. Looks really good. And this is still, yeah, this is. Mm. This is the same place where you got the strawberry yeah. pie. Right. It was called, yeah, the booth was called Strawberry Patch. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, then we, let's see, the next one up here is, uh, let's see, oh, the, the other drink that my wife got, oh, yeah. which was at the. Do you see it? Yeah, there, we do. Oh, yeah, we do. Pie. Yeah. The popcorn so, lemonade. Cute. Yeah, that one is called the uh, popcorn lemonade with whipped cream and candy corn garnish. Ooh, this thing was f like phenomenal. I mean, I like they have the alcohol version as well, which I I should have gotten, but mm. I just didn't think about it. And this thing was like amazing. I mean, it just it it sounds odd. It sounds weird. Like, well, you know, how does popcorn go with lemonade, right? Yeah, exactly. But it's like it's. It's lemonade with the with like kettle corn mixed into it, Ooh. and uh, with the whipped cream, it was really good. It was just I it was, you know, like it really, it opened my eyes to something uniquely different that you know I've never seen before. So I'd highly, if anybody goes to this uh, food and wine festival, definitely get that. Wow. Whether you get the alcohol or non-alcohol version. Do you know what they use for the alcohol in there? I'm curious. I don't know, actually. Hmm. Uh, the, all they call it was the instead of the popcorn lemonade with whipped cream and candy corn garnish, they just call it the popcorn lemonade cocktail. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so they don't uh, specify. Should have again, you know. It just I was uh, sort of so kind of give you a little breakdown of the day. 
we went on a Saturday and it was the first Saturday after the food and wine festival opened. So all the lines were crowded and we, you know, unfortunately due to some scheduling things, um, we didn't get there until about 1230, which is like peak lunchtime. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So essentially we had to wait in every, you know, probably about 20 to 30 minutes in every line. Oh, wow. And yeah. So, I mean, it took us. So the good thing was, I mean, well, the bad thing was that we, we were like eating and drinking for three hours, right? Horrible. <laughs> but that's also a good thing. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was drinking and eating for yep. three hours. So <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah. So anyways, that's the, the whole thing is that, uh, you know, it was it was hard to try the, the things. And if you forgot, it's just like, oh, forget about it. Don't go back to that booth. It's just not worth waiting in line right, for right. it. Mm-hmm. So... Anyways, uh, then also at that stand, um, a little bit uh, further down here, we've got the shrimp boil tacos with andouille sausage and fresh corn. Hmm. And I, this was okay. I mean, you know I mean, like I, I've had it's something that reminds me of like street tacos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if if they omitted the corn, it would have tasted the same. I mean, the corn really doesn't do anything for it because the andouille sausage and, uh, is so overpowering on the dish. And, but anyways, it was, I mean, but you know, it was okay. You know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend getting it, but um, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't entirely disappointed. Mm. And it looks, it looks I, interesting to me. I, I would probably split that with someone. I, uh, no, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not a big seafood guy, but yeah. Oh, it's well, yeah, but shrimp is like the entry level of all seafoods, right? I mean, it's like <laughs> yeah, no, it's tuna is. Tuna, tuna is. Come on. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Uh, then, then the next one down, uh, oh. that is at the uh, garlic kissed. That's the name of the place. This is the black garlic soy braised pork belly bun me. Oh my goodness! This was also a star. This was like amazing. Um, uh, the the pork belly was just super juicy, tender, flavorful, and you know the 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 you know little relish there uh, uh, you know that they put on it. The Vietnamese you know kind of uh, vinegar, mm-hmm. um, carrot radish type uh, slaw or whatever goes that goes on it um, just complemented the pork so well. Um, the bun was perfectly crispy and tender. Uh, it was just, it was amazing. I mean, I, I, I could have ate like two or three of those, but you know, I <laughs> had to save room, right? Sure. It had me at the jalapenos on top. I know, right? I, Not me. Oh but, gosh. <laughs> uh, like, like I'm looking at this and I'm, I'm overwhelmed slightly because how do you eat such a thing, Jay? Is it meant to be held like a sandwich or do you use a knife and fork to cut it or? Well, it's a sandwich. I mean, you know, oh. you, you, it's, yeah, it's a bun right there. I mean, oh, yes, it's, a, it's, it's oh. a big handful, but I mean, you, you oh, can it's yeah. open. Yeah, it's open. Yeah. Oh, okay. See now. Okay. I've got it now. Right. Oh, the, wow. the dish earlier I showed you with the, the pulled pork, mm-hmm. that one had no bun. So you just eat it with a fork. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one is purposely made as a sandwich. Oops. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. That looks so good. I might have to, oh gosh, I might want that one. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would totally, totally recommend getting that. That one. So when you walk in, are you, are you given like a map of where all these places are? Yes. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So each of the each of the booths uh, have their their number on on the the map that you're given, and you can correspond that with the name of the the place, the establishment, and you can look at the the menu, you know, of what they have to offer. Okay. Now is it? It's not a separate 
charge, is it, Jay, to no, walk we, around? No, just we talked no. about that already. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Mark. Mark had asked, That's right. asked about that. Earlier. Yeah, because no, I this saw is, somebody this is, doing like reservations. Like there, you could like make reservations online for it. And there's s- no reservations. Okay. Yeah, it's all. It's all. You know, just go. I mean, if you plan on going, I would say try to get there as early as you can. I mean, okay. you know, I know. Uh, I, I'm not sure exactly what time they open, but you know, like in the past, we've gone at 11 o'clock in the morning, and that was perfect. You know, and it, because there's no lines, or, you know, if anything, maybe two, three people. Um, but you know, nothing like what we encountered, you know, on, on a Saturday. So in the afternoon. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So yeah, don't definitely don't go during the peak time, peak lunch time, or peak dinner time because you're going to be standing in line for a long time. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Hmm. I'm very intrigued by the pork belly sandwich. I really want that. <laughs> I might get that next weekend. And there you go. <laughs> just look at that. Then um, the and then I just kind of threw in some pictures of the beer garden that they had. Oh, I mean, they had they quite they had quite a selection of beers. I was I mean, it, it seems like uh, every iteration of their their food festivals, they're getting more and more beer selections, which is great. I mean, I love it. You know. Um, so I'm, I'm glad. And, you know, one of the things that they're kind of really touting is that, you know, they, uh, are really promoting like local breweries around the Anaheim area. So good, that's good. That's good, good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. You know, it's good to support the local community. Were there any standout, um, uh, beers that, that you liked? Uh, yeah, I, let's see. I, I don't have, unfortunately I didn't write that down. I didn't, okay. you know. Honestly, it was there's I I don't remember a lot of it because again I've been drinking for three hours so. <laughs> well, do you? But I do remember the food. So yeah. do you? Are you typically drawn towards like the IPAs? Then is that what you normally go for? Or um, I it depends. I mean, you know, I don't know what it depends on the food that I'm getting. So sure. like each dish, you know, like a lager would go better with, you know, heavier dishes, whereas a pilsner would go, you know, nicer with, you know. The lighter dishes, mm-hmm. um, IPAs are nice and refreshing, and it's good uh, when you have hot food um, because it kind of like makes your mouth salivate more, mm-hmm. and they're <laughs> kind of providing a little cushion for the the spicy foods, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I actually texted a picture of one my favorite beer to my uh, best friend, and uh, I'm gonna look. Oh, it's uh, Bootleggers Brewery Thai Tea Far Out IPA. Oh, wow. sure. Huh. It was amazing. It was like it, it was it was an IPA, but it, you know the the bitterness of the IPA right. was uh, attenuated by the the Thai tea flavor. Oh. So it was like, mm. and it was just amazing. It was like cream. It was like it was weird. It was like a little sweet, a little creamy, uh, but you got the pale. You know the the IPA. You know back note and just. I mean it was it was uh, yeah. That so that was my favorite beer. Um, I don't remember the other beers as as much as I you know as this one, but uh, I definitely enjoyed it. Nice. I don't know if I'd even attempt to drink that just with the name, but yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a good IPA. Yeah. It is. I don't know. Then, it's, um, it, it, oh, it seems like maybe they should, um, like maybe they do, but like with some of these like food stations, they should have a selection of beers or drinks that might complement them. They, they do. do. Oh, oh, okay. They do. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So oh. like, uh, for example, um, over at... Uh, um, the peppers caliente. They had a mango cart. Um, oh no, no, I'm sorry, that wasn't. That's the wrong one. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I can't. Let's see. I'm trying to because I try to do, like, I try to write down everything, but it's it's you know 
trying to take notes while you're standing in line is a little bit mm-hmm. difficult. Um, but anyways, yeah, so they do have it. Um, it's I don't always agree with the beer selection that they have. Um, sometimes they just kind of throw it in. Like when they have like an Asian uh, themed food station or whatever, they kind of just like, oh, we'll just put Qingdao beer there. And it's just like oh. Qingdao is garbage. I mean, it's like it's just a hor- <laughs> horrible beer. I mean, it's like it's. <laughs> It's like the Pabst Blue Ribbon of China. Oh, wow, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, but, you know, so that's the thing. It's I, I'm not, uh, I'm, you know, but it's hard. You know what I mean? Like, you, you know, you're you're trying to come up with the pairings and sometimes you overthink it or don't think about it. And that's not a good thing. <laughs> anyways, uh, then uh, over, uh, let's see, what was the next one here at the Peppers? Oh, no, no, okay. excuse me. I'm looking where I got the wings from. Ah, the Cluck a Doodle Moo. <laughs> that's the name of the food station. That's a clever. That's the best name of the. I like that one. Yeah, Doodle Moo. Right. So there we've got we got the chicken wings and um, they're salt and beer vinegar parmesan wings. Hmm. They are absolutely fantastic. Oh, really. Uh, yeah, they and, and they're huge. I, I mean, you see the I put a, lo, a dollar there yeah. to kind of you know, perspective. Right. I mean, the thing was like almost three quarters the size of a dollar bill, which is pretty pretty dang big for for wings. Yeah. And you got four of them. Oh wow. Wow. Yeah, and I just I really like that uh, the vinegar flavor. Um, in in like it really kind of provides like a tangy note to it and the meat was tender um like i said the outside was crispy um parmesan probably was a little throw in but i you know i could probably could have done without it but i mean it didn't didn't detract from it but to me it didn't add to it as well Hi, they look good i mean i would try th- i like vinegar so i would try that mm. yeah definitely mm. and, and heading down at the same booth mm-hmm. Uh, was also the uh, grilled Harris Ranch beef tenderloin slider Ooh. with the chimichurri sauce. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my this God. one, Uh-oh. this was the surprise of the day for me because I'm not I'm not a huge beef guy, and like when I see these sliders, I I kind of like shy away from them to you know most of most of the time because I know that uh, the meat is going to be tough, you know, or a, a lot of the times when you get like a steak slider, the meat tends to be on the tough side, and I'm just like I don't want to you know deal with that so but my wife wanted to get it and i was like all right well let's let's get it i'm glad i did this thing was amazing the the when you bit into it i've never tasted beef that was so pillowy soft in Mm. my life i mean it was like wow i mean fork tender you know you could have like it like almost felt like it was melting your mouth it was so good Looks and then the uh, pickled onions that they have mm-hmm. to contrast with it. Oh, that was they. It was just it was perfect. It was nice. Wow, that's really good. <laughs> that looks. I love onions and I love beef. So yep, that would sure. be on my list. Yeah, and that that beef patty was really thick. I mean, it had it been. Looks like it, yeah. I'd say, I don't know, about close to an inch in thickness. Wow. So it was of meat. All right, I'm gonna have to try that too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next on, next one up uh, is the salmon Peruvian poke with cucumber lime salad and aju verde salsa. Interesting. Yeah, it's it was. It's not like your typical standard poke. It's you know a South American style, okay. and it's really good. Uh, I, you know, I'm like, it, it's really more like um, like a ceviche almost, but mm. not. 
not as tangy, you know, like ceviche is cooked in lime mm-hmm. juice or whatever, but this wasn't cooked in lime juice. It was just, but it had those South American flavors without actually cooking the meat. So that's, I guess, why they went with the pokey instead of calling it a ceviche. But regardless, um, it was it was great flavors. Um, the the cucumber lime salad in there was was a perfect, uh, you know, contrast to the uh, the meat, the salmon meat, and um, you know, it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't you know the little crispies on top was again you know nice contrast you got the crunchy contrast to you know the soft meats and, and things like that I'd probably pass on that <laughs> I might pass it yeah <laughs> what's this uh, next one is the compressed Asian cucumbers with green sauce toasted almonds and sea beans that. and that's from a booth called Eat Your Greens <laughs> and it was good, uh, but it was spicy. Um, oh. I was actually surprised it because it doesn't mention anything about it being spicy, uh, you know, on the on the menu. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of like, I saw the little red, you know, on the top, but you know, just a little bit of paprika or whatever for for a color contrast. But it it, it actually was pretty spicy. And my wife couldn't handle it, so oh. um, this one I wasn't my favorite. It was okay. Uh, you know, I probably wouldn't recommend it. I mean, unless you like spicy foods, I guess. And, you know, but even then, it's... I, I don't know. Flavors just weren't... I, it, it just really kind of didn't didn't work for me as, as much as the other dishes did. What, what kind of texture is it? Is it Was it soft or crunchy? Or I'm trying to figure that out. Well, I can't cucumbers, tell. Yeah, the cucumbers were, were crunchy. Okay. Uh, it, but they had been marinating there, so they're not like, you know, like like okay. fresh cucumbers right right um and they use the, the uh, persian cucumbers instead of like the american cucumbers mm-hmm. so that you know it has that thinner skin so that was nice that they they utilize that it looks good yeah. but i'd be afraid of the heat right Ooh. then uh, let's see lastly uh we went with the dessert which was the mexican chocolate custard and that was good. It was good. It was. Uh, it almost tasted like uh, somebody made chocolate pudding out of abuelitas. You know, the, the abuelitas <laughs> chocolate uh, hot chocolate mix. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but, I know that. Yeah. Uh, it's got that the cinnamon and you know got the sort of like that uh, multi flavor. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the little shavings, chocolate shavings, were a nice little enhancement to it. So it was good. It was good. I would recommend it. Is that a like a cocoa bean on top? Yes. Okay. And then yeah, because I I don't like coffee, so I would have known if there was oh, coffee. If it was coffee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then um, there's uh, mango agua fresca, which we kind of got to go because my wife wanted to try it, but you know we just by that point we were just stuffed and we we're just mm-hmm. like oh, I can't can't eat or drink anything more, so <laughs> I decided. Uh, get that to go. Uh, she had it the next day. Very sweet, but still good. Um, I think it would have been better. We got it without ice, so the flavors were a little more concentrated. Okay. But I think when you know, if you get the ice or whatever, then um, it would it should be good. And I believe they make an alcohol version of this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at the uh, menu here, but I don't see it um, off the top of my head. But anyways, I'm sure you know. You just add your own. <laughs> whatever a little something want. to it sure, sure. wow yeah, so that that's good. that's it that's oh, yeah so that, that that's the whole shebang there oh man so i have to try a few things okay it's just a, a couple of questions <laughs> um as far as like budgeting goes how, how, how much would one 
Yes. Uh, how much do I need to bring? To bring. <laughs> so, yeah. So, if Jess goes, uh, first off, how much time should she allow to experience, you know, a, a most of it? And then what is a reasonable amount of money that you one, one could spend to get, well, I guess either full or maybe the idea is not to get full, but just to get a sample of, of let's say, five or six different things plus a drink or two? Yeah, I, I guess it depends on the type of person you are. Like me, I'm a foodie. So for the foodies, like you don't think about the budget. You just go with what you your heart tells you. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. So as far as uh, as far as uh, um, like the the average um, person, I would say if you're an annual pass holder, get that uh, annual pass holder little um, little passport thing that they sell, okay. and. Uh, you can, you know, I think it's worthwhile because, you know, again, some of the dishes are around the seven to eight dollar range, uh, and you definitely are going to save some money. But if you're not a pass holder and you go um, to, you know, the, the boost and, you know, just be strategic about it, um, I would say like one person. If, if you're not counting alcohol or, or if you're getting other drinks, if you're just talking about food itself, self, I'd say about four i see i'd say between four to six dishes would satisfy uh, most okay. people mm-hmm. and um and then you know probably the average price point you're talking about around six dollars six fifty a person so if you multiply that you know so anywhere from 24 to whatever 30 something bucks okay that's not too bad and the passport the passport thing that you are talking about where are those that's sold over at where the um Remember the Olaf's uh, uh-huh. frozen fun thing or whatever mm-hmm. they had? Yeah, so it's back in that area where they have the kiosk that sells the merchandise. That's where you where you get that. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll get that then. That sounds makes more sense. Hmm. Oh, this all looks so good. I'm so excited to try it all. And I, I'll look online, I guess. But the operating hours are the same as the park. Well, I believe um, I, I'm not sure if they open at 10 or 11. Okay. And, the, and as far as I think they're only open till eight o'clock, um, I, I would have to look up the hours. Uh, but that's, if I remember correctly, I think that's what I what I saw on the, the flyers. Okay. Okay, awesome. Right. Um, and as far as like the time to spend there, it just depends on the time of day you go. Like mm-hmm. I said, the earlier, the better. Um, because, you know, after, I'd say after about uh, 1130, then, then you're looking to, you know, probably uh, at least uh, like... Uh, the closer it is to noon, the, the longer you're going to wait. But I'd say around 1130, it starts getting to the point where it's like maybe 10 to 15 minute wait. And then after, you know, 1230, then you're talking about 20 to 30 minute wait. Oh, oh yeah. That's, okay. That's a lot. But yeah, hmm. that's a long. But uh, I mean, but if it's I mean, if it's worth it, a lot of this looks really good. So. Well, what we did before uh, in last year's festival was that. We posted up at a at a, a table so we can sit down, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, because the lines were so short, then we just kind of like went back and forth to the the booths and just brought it back, and so we can eat three to four dishes at a time. Whereas this one, we kind of it was mostly like we're eating in line and you know that type of thing. It was it was pretty <laughs> uncomfortable. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Thank you for all these pictures. These are all great. Yeah, well, I'll definitely post them on mm-hmm. online. You have the email? Ooh. Yes. Yeah, I decided to didn't forward this to you guys. forgot. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jay. These all look so good. Yeah, you're welcome. Can't wait. Yeah. How's the weather? 
Um, right now, currently? Yes, for you. <laughs> it's uh, It rained hard last night, and it's pretty cloudy right now. Is it? Yeah. It's looking, looking okay. like it's, it's... I was just curious, because we're actually having a sunny day, but that's been rare lately. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Thank you again. That was, that was yeah. awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that and sharing no, no sh- your thoughts with uh, Lamplight Lounge and the Tropical mm-hmm. Hideaway. It definitely. And, and the social club. And the social club. Yep. Yeah. Did you guys hear uh, just uh, one other thing that they're doing uh, even more uh, like limited time food uh, menus for uh, the Pixar Fest at Disneyland? I did see something about that. No. Yeah. I, it looks, looks interesting. Um, from a bunch of I'm different I'm not sure. Movies. I mean, I'm kind of like some of it sounds intriguing. And some, of it, some of it I'm like, okay, let's just. Okay, doesn't sound very good. <laughs> so, like the the fried Rickson bologna sandwich. Yeah, like, no. I don't know. I'm mm. not. A, I'm not into fried bologna. Sorry. No, <laughs> I don't blame you on that a, one. In a TV dinner, what does that mean? I mean, oh yeah, is, it's, you know, it's for kinda... uh, Carl Fredrickson from Up. His right. Old right, right, right. Yeah, right. he's gonna have it. They're having a TV dinner. Don't know what that means. No. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, it's just a little bit vague. It'd be interesting, you know, to see how that how that uh, goes with the audience, mm-hmm. but. Uh, Regardless. Yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting. I'll try maybe one or two things, but that's about it. <laughs> cool. Awesome. And hey, hey guys. Yeah, and uh, hey, LTP listeners, um, Jay's going to be coming on our show like um, at least four four times a year where he's going to cover, you know, like the seasonal foods. So like, you know, fall, winter, spring, and summer. And any anytime any other food uh, event shows up, like you know, like food and food wine, wine festival, or maybe even this Pixar Fest food thing, you know, um, and especially when the new, the two new restaurants open, um, Jay's going to join us and uh, give us his thoughts about what's happening over yep. there. So we're very happy to announce that. Yeah. So if you guys again, if you have any questions or anything, shoot us an email, and we'll make sure we can uh, get them to him so we can get some answers. Yeah, like if you have like a, like a date night, right? Or like a restaurant mm-hmm. that you want to go mm-hmm. to. Go. And, or if you're just traveling for the first time, you have questions. Uh, Jay's the guide and that would know. <laughs> cool beans. <laughs> All right. Well, we will hopefully, hopefully, to, well, it'll be, what, a couple months? And we'll yeah. talk to you again. Yes, definitely. Awesome. Well, have a great cool. day, Jay. Yeah, you guys too. Take care. Thank, thank you, you, Jay. All right, thank you. All right. All right. Bye. 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 Oh, awesome. So, Jay, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we talked a lot about uh, the Food and Wine Festival. Yep. And we talked a lot about um, Lamplight Lounge and the Tropical Hideaway. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so awesome pictures. We're going to put those on our um, – I guess we can put them on Instagram. I can, yeah? Or um, – he have a, he had a lot, quite a few pictures. Yeah, yeah. maybe just uh, like four or five because we can do you can do up to ten. So we oh, okay, can on a montage, on a montage. Okay, so we'll probably figure out how to do that, mm-hmm. and then um, yeah. So as we announced, he will be joining us for every season to talk about fall food, winter food, summer mm-hmm. food, and spring food, and every every sort of food event that comes up. So like the wine festival, uh, because my roommate and it's funny because my roommate went to the park what two weeks ago and she was texting me like, hey. Where can I go to get alcohol? I'm like, where are you? Well, they were in Disneyland. I'm like, you can't. You got to go across the way. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Because she knew. I mean, she's there in Pixar's clothes. She's like, where can we go? I want to go like Air's Rod. I'm like, nope, man. Nope. You're not going there. You're not going there. You're not going there. But anyway. uh, Okay. Yeah. So thanks again for that, Jay. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. 
And then um, <clears throat> our next episode, we don't know what we're, we're talking about yet, but we'll come up for something. Uh, it would be episode 57. It's funny. We had like a show business meeting before, and we didn't even discuss what we were going to do. Well, we were talking about a bunch things. of other stuff, but we didn't even talk about what we're going to do next show, but we will do one. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we always do. We, uh, we always do, so stay tuned for that. Um, it might be another top five list. Who knows? Who like did, it? doesn't like lists? I like lists. I like lists. Nah, I can do them. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's see here. Jess, where can people find you? Uh, let's see. Facebook is Jessica Farfan. Our Leaving Today and our Facebook page is Leaving Today Podcast. And let's see. My Instagram is now Storybook uh, at Storybook Jess would be where to find it. And then my Snapchat code is on the Leaving Today Podcast Instagram. And I don't tweet. Okay. Yeah. All right. Udi, for more banter, that's witty. Um, you can find me on all my socials, which are Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and Vero now. I oh. tried that. I couldn't get it to log it's, in. How, how is Vero? Uh, Vero is different. It's really small and growing. I hope it builds. It's kind of cool. I like it. It's um, it's a different I, format. Yeah, I tried it, but I couldn't get it. It wouldn't, kept, wouldn't log me in. Really? Yeah. Okay, so mine just, worked just fine without a hitch. Really? Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm on there, and they're all the same, H-A-X-G-O-A-L-I-E, Hacks Goalie. Um, you can also find me on my other podcast show, which is Bad or Bad. And then, actually, we just went through and updated. I'm pretty sure it's live now because um, I, 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 I get lost because Leon sent me the, the temporaries and what he's working and building. And so okay. he doesn't always tell me when they go live, but I've seen the new format for the new website and everything, and it's pretty pretty slick. Uh, it moves pretty cool. Oh. Um, so that is batterbad.com. Uh, then we're also on iTunes there. And then our Snapchat for, no, our Twitter is Team Batterbad as long, and um, as well as our Instagram is Team Batterbad there. So yeah, and, that, and the movie on there is, right now is Black Panther, and we should be reviewing, I believe, Tomb Raider this week. What's that about? Black Panther? Yeah. <sighs> Joking. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Awesome. Uh, you can find me at info at leaventodaypodcast.com and on Instagram at leaventodaypodcast. All right. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. Thank you for everyone who called in. Jay, thank you, Jose, for that uh, inspired message. Um, yep. Fernando, hang in there. We're thinking about you. Yep. Uh, cool cool thing for Patrick. Yep. Um, and thanks to the LTP family for yep. tuning in. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And we will talk to you soon. See you guys in the parks. Bye. Bye. Excuse me, my cat is attacking me. Oh, sorry, we have a little cat, sorry. a little feline action going on here. There you go. Uh-oh. So um, don't knock uh, the next... over. Hold on, hold oh, on, Jay. Oh, oh. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> edit. Excuse me. Oh yeah, yeah. total edit. edit out. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Mic down. Get down there, because I. This is a controversy in the LTP studio I'm right now. Bite me. There you go.
God, what is wrong with you today? Actually, that's going to be like a really good audio outtake from the end. Okay. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Lord Sorry, Jay. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's why, why I don't own a cat. Nice no, things. this is why you don't own cats. <gasps> just, just my opinion. That's why I have a Sorry. dog. No, she's the devil. <laughs> okay. So, okay, where, where were we? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Everyone breathe. Okay. Okay. Mm. Oh, man. Where's my invite? <laughs> You ruined it. I was gonna say something. Wait, wait, wait hold on. Yeah, we got, we got to do this again. Can yeah. we? Yeah, we're gonna. You where? Can we? We could. We could. Um, we could read. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm tired. I know. Too bad you guys aren't sticking around for tacos after this. Let's sorry. get going because okay. I got tacos waiting for me. Oh, I'm okay. going. I'm com- am I coming over or no? Yes. no. Right. Temptation is great though. Temptation is great. I'm still hungry. I have a full rack of ribs in the fridge. I'm ready. I got lasagna in the fridge. In the fridge? Yeah, yep. I haven't made it yet. It's oh, okay. you have to cook it? I have to cook it. That takes like four hours. So I look at it, and it's a decent-sized steak. 16 cents. Nope. Let me see it. Nope. Let me see it. You know, if I take it off, it locks and no one can touch it. That's fine. I'm not gonna, you don't have to take it off. Oh, my God. But you yeah. make me hot. <laughs> and I don't know why. Why do you? Okay. Because you are a sarcastic... God, my yeah, it's too short. It's too short. It's too short. Okay, we're back to the news. Oh, yeah, okay, hold on. I gotta drink more. Okay. Drink your. What are you looking at? Don't you even. You keep your hands off my Reese's. You know how much he likes me? Not very much. Not anyway, much okay. This morning. <laughs> Not very much? said not as much as this one. Oh, okay, 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 gotcha. That's why I'm okay. See? You're ready to get all hyphy on me and that. I'm still hyphy. I know. We're just going to do things a little different oh, right now. okay. I'll show you my monkeys. Your what? My monkeys. But then when you pet her, she bites you. Oh, well, that I have no control over. Why you got to ruin everything? Wow, these are smaller than I thought. That's what she said? No bed sheets. Why are you yelling at me? Because I like yelling at you. Get over it. Oh, I was just asking. I can't ask questions now? No. Oh, well, I'm gonna. Okay. Bam! Oh, what? My mouth hurts. And every time I look at it, it makes me cry a little bit on the inside. <laughs> it really does. No, I will give you one. You have to give me two. Nope. One from the back. Drink your alcohol that's way too strong. Way too strong. Kitty, kitty, kitty. Ah! It's like a breath of fresh air. Boy, was my face 